The Lewisburg Green Dragons play on the Valley. Off the left, he breaks into the clear, into the end zone for a touchdown. Green Dragons. This is Lewisburg Green Dragons football. Now, let's go to the stadium with Greg Wetzel and Justin Michaels. It's a football game between the Lewisburg Green Dragons and the Central Columbia Blue Jays on the campus of Bucknell University at Christy Matthewson Memorial Stadium. Tonight's game is alumni night and senior recognition night for the Lewisburg football team and the Green Dragon band and cheerleaders. Tonight, both teams come into the game with a record of 5-3. and three. Uh, Central Columbia is seated third in the District 4 Class 3A standings, and Lewisburg is seated fourth in those same standings. So it's an important game tonight for District 4 seeding purposes, Justin. And, you know, these two teams have gotten together a lot in the last several years, playing football and playoffs, postseason play, regular season play. And I think this is going to be one of those games like last year in uh, the postseason, a low-scoring defensive battle. Yeah, you got two evenly matched teams, Greg. As you yeah. said, both come in tonight with a record of 5-3. and three. They sit with Central Columbia sitting right now currently as the three-seed in the District 4 AAA uh, playoff bracket. And your Lewisburg Green Dragons sit right now as the fourth seed. Uh, and again, 5-3. and three. And I think a lot of memories go back to that playoff game last oh, year. Oh, yes. Where, uh, you know, last year on week nine, the Green Dragons took a shellac into the Blue Jays. Mm-hmm. They really took it to us every which way on the field. And then we come back two weeks later and pull the upset yep. and uh, in the playoffs. So I'm sure that's on the mind of the Central Columbia, you know, not only the teammates and the coaches, they've been preaching that all week. And uh, it's going to be an evenly matched game here tonight with highly, uh, you know, seeding points at, yep. at hand. The, the other thing is, these two teams are very similar, Justin, in that last year they both lost a ton of seniors. A lot of underclassmen playing huge roles for them this year. The difference is they have a junior quarterback, we have a senior quarterback. Yep. Uh, but both good athletes, underclassmen, leading the way with, with both these teams. So, And that's probably shown up in some of the games this year where the inconsistency is where they haven't put that full game together yet. Like last week. If you look at the stats, Central Columbia should have beaten Warrior Run. Yeah, they lose by a but score because of, 14, of the 10. because of the turnovers. Yep. they they lose that game, and you know that's just the inconsistency we're talking about. And I'm sure Coach Dennis is talking about with with Central Columbia. We saw the same thing last week with Jersey Shore, where Lewisburg would be great defensively for two or three plays, and then break down on the next play and give up a big game to keep a drive going for Jersey Shore. So both teams are very similar, and uh, I'm looking for a really good high school football game tonight yeah i think as we said evenly matched uh two teams that know each other really well so uh there's gonna be no surprises and uh i think you know turnovers is going to be the the key tonight yep you're listening to Lewisburg Green Dragon Football on 100.9 The Valley. Hi, this is Bob Schoen, the general manager of Blaze Alexander Ford Route 45 in Lewisburg. And for years, we've been saying it's worth the drive to Route 45. Well, what does that mean? It means you're going to get the lowest price guaranteed on any newer used vehicle in stock. Check out our inventory at BlazeAlexanderFord.com and compare it to the competition. It means we have a selection of over $12 million of inventory. So whatever it is that you're looking for, we typically have it on our lot. It means you're going to get service after the sale that's second to none. Plus, at Blaze Alexander Ford, you're always going to get the most for your trade-in. Don't make a $1,000 mistake. Make the drive to Route 45 in Lewisburg. We all have a path in life. Some play on the field. Others prefer jogging along the riverfront or being a weekend warrior. Wherever your path takes you, we will keep you on it. At UPMC Susquehanna, our top-rated orthopedic team, sports medicine specialists, and rehabilitation professionals are the team behind the team. Call 570 321 
2020. Honey, now what are you doing? I'm listening for the best pumpkin sounds. That works with watermelons, not pumpkins. Why are you knocking on all of them? I want to pick out the ones that are going to fly the farthest and smash the best. Oh, right. You and the pumpkin chunkin'. Well, at least leave some for other people. You're embarrassing me. Ooh, the corn cannon. I'm so torn between the pumpkin chunkin', the corn cannon. I just can't decide. Oh, brother. I'm heading to the Coles Hayride. Bye. Get your tickets for the events at Coles Stony Hill Tree Farm. Visit colesstonyhill.mazeplay.com or colesstonyhill.com for maize and Christmas shop hours. Coles Stony Hill Tree Farm, located on Mexico Road, Milton, or at colesstonyhill.com. Nurses, accountants, waiters, and welders, anyone can be injured on the job, unable to function properly. It affects your work and everyday life. Coach soccer, carry groceries, carry your child. No one has helped more people heal from work injury and rebuild their lives than the Workplace Injury Institute at Shemokin Dam Health Center. Call 743-4333. Shemokin Dam Health Center, designed with you in mind. There's no running the plays off the cuff when it comes to buying your flooring from Oberdorf's Carpet One. They have all the latest styles and flooring products, and even more importantly, you'll find the black shoe, no-nonsense player, straight-on approach to solving your flooring dilemmas. There's never a high-pressure, gotta-buy-the-deal-of-the-day. Only sound advice and great plays to assist your flooring purchase. You're a member of the starting team at Oberdorf's Carpet One, just south of Lewisburg. Go Green Dragons! Mark and Troy here from Zimmerman Motors. It's Ram Power Days, and we're celebrating with huge discounts to get you in the new Ram you deserve. We have a fantastic selection of Rams, all discounted for the special event. And if you own another brand, we can save you up to $10,000 on a new Bighorn model. Ram Power Day discounts all month long. 2019 Ram Quad Cab 4x4 starting at $32,500. 0% financing. It's time to buy that new truck. So come in and see why people have been coming from all over the region to Zimmerman's Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Sunbury. This is Greg Wetzel with Lewisburg head football coach Mark Persing. Coach, last week you had a tough loss to Jersey Shore by a score of 47-21. to And it was a game where really, at the beginning of the game, Jersey Shore controlled the pace of play. Can you talk a little bit about how they ran their offense and how, how it's hard to replicate that in practice? Absolutely. So if you're a fan of the college game or the pro game and um, you're familiar with the, the two-minute offense, mm-hmm. um, you know, verbiage, you know, that's essentially what they did for the entire game. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't huddle one time the entire game. And I think as the game went on, second series, third series, fourth series, we got adjusted to the speed. But when, you, when you're asking high school kids to get the call from the defensive coordinator, find out what position they're playing, or, or their alignment, I should say, where they're right. playing, and then, oh, yeah, the ball was snapped a second ago, um, it makes things difficult. So yeah. until the kids... Um, you know, truly realized how fast that pace of play was. Um, you know, it, it was very tough for us mm-hmm. to uh, make some adjustments. You know, people don't know we have a 40-second play clock this yeah. year. And that, that starts when the whistle blows the previous play dead. Yeah, yeah. He was snapping the ball sometimes with 33, 34 seconds on the play clock. Yeah. So, I mean, you really have to move yeah. to, get, to get ready. It took our kids a while to get adjusted to that. Absolutely. No and the other thing... Um, I don't think they run a complicated offense, but it's a fast offense. Mm-hmm. You seem to make two, three really good plays in defense, and boom, then you have a break breakdown. Yeah. Do you think that had something to do with the speed that Jersey Shore was playing? I think it absolutely had something to do with the speed. Um, you know, we're, we're asking kids to play man coverage to this formation, 
and we think that to a different formation we're better off if we're in zone mm -hmm. and I don't know if there's sometimes where the pace of play the kids flip the switch from man to zone or zone to man mm -hmm. and you know at times there are 16 year old kids 15 year old kids they're going to make mistakes so you know make no mistake about it they were the better football team that night um, that score was not indicative to the actual play of the game because right. for three and a half quarters it was a uh, you know a, pretty good a, game a, a, yeah. a heavyweight fight of just right. trading blows it seemed like you know big play here big play here big play here um, so if you would have told me prior to the game that in the fourth quarter it would be a one, um, one score to ten point game, yeah. I, I would have been happy with it. Mm -hmm. I would have been happy with it. Well, one of the things to me that stood out in that game is when you're in a pace game like that, athletes tend to show who they are. Oh yeah. And Ethan Spalding, I, I would have loved to have a little pedometer on him <laughs> that night because I think that kid ran about six and a half miles yeah. that night. But he played a great game of defense, a great game of offense, but and then. Every once in a while, he just needed to come out because you could tell he was exhausted. Yeah, he was he was starting to cramp up towards yeah. uh, the end of the fourth quarter. Um, he actually cramped up on a third down play on offense. I saw that, where, yeah. Where we punted the next play, but yeah. the problem is he's, a snapper. he's our snapper. That's right, yeah. Um, so we had to bring our backup in to snap, and ball's on the two-yard line. Yep. You get a little nerves, and yeah, that's exactly poof, it goes right. over the over the punter's head so okay this week we're going to slow down a little we're going to central columbia now this is a team that i thought was a lot like jersey shore this year that they might struggle because of all the seniors they lost and skill position players they lost but here they are they have a lot of good athletes and they're five and three and, and playing decent football right now absolutely um coach dennis has um you know established his program as one of the premier programs in the district all classifications uh he's a he's a friend of mine outside of of football, we we call each other, we bounce ideas off of each other, um, but you could tell the kids bought into his um, his old school right. style of running the football downhill and kicking out and, and running power. But what, what's interesting this year is that he has some very very good athletes that are they're, they're still back from last year's season. Yes. I mean, they're state caliber track athletes mm -hmm. that they try to push the ball to downfield, mm -hmm. where last year they were a um, run off tackle and pound you with their right. three um, tailbacks. So. They have a quarterback in Garrett McNellis, mm -hmm. uh, but he's left-handed. Yeah. You haven't seen a left-handed quarterback, <laughs> and I, I can't remember the last time you guys saw a left-handed quarterback. Three years ago, maybe? Yeah. yeah. How does that change anything you're going to do defensively? Uh, it changes things a tiny bit because one of our final checks on our, um, you know, finding the strength of the offense is quarterback's arm strength. So okay. to the high school kid... 98% of them are righties. Right. So they're always going to their left when in doubt. Well, now they have to flip that switch and go, okay, he's a lefty. Now I'm on the opposite side. Yeah. So um, we, we tried to simplify it as much as we could this week. We're trying mm -hmm. to put the, the players in positions where they don't need to do a ton of, of moving all over the field. Um, but, again, I think, I think our trajectory is still going upwards um, about mm -hmm. with our potential. So... Uh, I still don't think we played a complete game. Mm -hmm. um, so what better night than a night that we're going to recognize the seniors and Cordell's going to get his, his right. first touchdown. And it's alumni, a lot of oh, alumni. Absolutely. Yeah. On offense, Central Columbia runs a power eye. Mm -hmm. They uh, sometimes go three, four wide receivers. They have run a traditional eye. Mm -hmm. They go shotgun. They go under center. Yeah. I mean... I don't. I, there is, the only thing I didn't see in looking at film was a pro set formation, yeah. and they probably have that. I just they, didn't they see it. it. Yep. Okay, what does that do to you when you're making your defensive calls? Um, 
Again, because co- you're co- making your call before they yeah. run off. Again, they break coach, coach and I are buddies. So we bounce ideas off of each other. When we do that, when he does that, kids are coming out and kids are coming in. Okay. So unless you're playing with the same six skill guys, yeah. right. it's tough. Mm-hmm. But if we spot, hey, they're taking the fullback out and bringing a receiver in, now our calls are geared towards more of their spread stuff. Or, okay. hey, they're taking the tight end and the fullback out. They're in four and five wide receiver sets. Yeah. Here's the calls. So as long as we're sharp up in the booth, it really doesn't affect us. Okay, good. Now, on defense, Central Columbia plays an odd man front, mm-hmm. which you've been seeing for yep. a while now, which is a good thing. But the difference, I think, is they play a lot of zone behind that odd man front. Yeah. How does that change your passing game? It doesn't change it at all. Um, we, we, we start the summer with install, and we, mm-hmm. and we break it down. These are our man plays. These are our cover three plays. These are our cover two plays, cover four plays. Um, so every week, um, you know, for example, Central Columbia is either a man or a cover three team. Mm-hmm. So these are the plays that we practice on in practice. And mm-hmm. it's a credit to the kids because there's probably 15 or 16 total pass plays, total concepts mm-hmm. that they have to commit to memory. And, and they do a great job. We've had very little bust this year mm-hmm. um, from a route standpoint. Um, so, um, you know, and again, that leads to the efficiency that Nick has had this year. Right. So. Now, going into uh, this game, uh, it's the ninth game of the year. Uh, it's alumni night. It's uh, senior recognition night. So it will be a long pregame where you'll have the guys, mm-hmm. not all of the guys, because you'll have your five or six seniors out. But the other thing you're going to do this week is recognize a kid by the name of Cordell Dean. Yeah who's been to practices, I see him there, and he talks a mile a minute when I see him at practice, and he's a great kid to be around. Talk a little bit about Cordell and what we're going to do, you're going to do on Friday night. All right, so Cordell, uh, Cordell Dean is a special needs student who's been a part of the program for four years. He's served as our manager, but we let him dress. Mm-hmm. Um, we let him dress for every every single game that I've been a part of, and I assume it would yep. the year before him. He always breaks through the tape first, you know. The He's the first one. <laughs> yeah. um, the kids love him. The community seems to love him. Mm-hmm. Uh, the school loves him. Um, so I thought, what a better um, way to send him out of the program with, with letting him score a touchdown. So, mm-hmm. again, I've, I've talked with Coach Dennis, uh, their athletic director, our athletic director. Uh, we've organized an untimed down, um, mm-hmm. just like, you know, you see on a lot of these viral videos. Right. And, again, we're not doing it for fame. Like, we just want Cordell to have his moment. Right. Um, we're going to toss in the ball at the 40 or the 50-yard line, and we're going to let him score a touchdown. Now, he, he, had, he had one request. He wanted certain guys to lead him into the end zone no because, because he's been cheering for him all year. Yeah. Um, so, so we're going to see him. Uh, we're going to hand him the ball, and then two or three of our guys are going to lead him into the end zone. And I'm hoping that the, the announcer does a great yeah, job right. of hyping it up and we, and we get a picture mm-hmm. um, because he deserves it. He's, he really he's at every practice with us. Yep. Um, we give him players that he needs to watch out for every week. <laughs> and he reports back to me at the conclusion of every game and says, Coach, how did I do? Yeah, I'll bet and, he does. Um, yeah, for example, last week we told him he, he needed to watch the quarterback and the wide receivers. Mm-hmm. Um, so he came off the field and he told me he had two interceptions and three sacks. Is there anything else I could do? So I said, yeah, next week we're going to get you to score a touchdown. So That's great. We're, we're hoping to make his dreams come true. Good. Coach, good luck tonight. This is Greg Wetzel for 100.9 The Valley and WVOY.com.
Hi, this is Bob Schoen, the general manager of Blaze Alexander Ford Route 45 in Lewisburg. And for years, we've been saying it's worth the drive to Route 45. Well, what does that mean? It means you're going to get the lowest price guaranteed on any newer used vehicle in stock. Check out our inventory at BlazeAlexanderFord.com and compare it to the competition. It means we have a selection of over $12 million of inventory. So whatever it is that you're looking for, we typically have it on our lot. It means you're going to get service after the sale that's second to none. Plus, at Blaze Alexander Ford, you're always going to get the most for your trade-in. Don't make a $1,000 mistake. Make the drive to Route 45 in Lewisburg. For nearly 100 years, Purdy Insurance has been your locally owned, family operated source for insurance products. With a staff of over 20 and partnerships with some of the industry's most trusted companies, Purdy has the experience and resources to get the job done. Whether you need personal home and auto or complex business insurance solutions, Purdy will help you navigate through the process. Call today at 570 286 5855. Or better yet, stop in their Sunbury office to see what Purdy Insurance can do for you. Mike's Old Deal Insurance has been part of the Lewisburg community since 1933, and they are proud to support Green Dragon football. We all cheer when one of our players makes a great play or a big hit in the game, but a big hit to your house or car is no reason for a high five. Unexpected damages can really knock you down. You need great insurance and a superior local agent to help you get back on your feet again. There is no one better than Mike's Old Deal Insurance. Let them develop a winning game plan for protecting you and your family. Contact them at mikesoldeal.com or insuremepa.com. Your time is their number one priority. When people talk about the good old days, one of the things they're remembering is when you walked into the local bank and the tellers greeted you by name. You knew that whether it was a mortgage, farm loan, IRA, or CD, you could count on the bank to help because they were there to serve you and the community. Thankfully, that's still the case at Turbotville National Bank. Turbotville National Bank, large enough to serve you, small enough to know you, and strong enough to protect you. Turbotville National Bank, 4710 State Route 54, online at ttnb.com. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Hi, I'm Tracy Subsick. And I'm John Subsick, owners of Carpet Man in Milton. After battling breast cancer a few years ago and making a full recovery, our family wanted to help other women fighting the same fight. So this October, our family business again will donate a portion of each sale to the Thyra M. Humphreys Center for Breast Health. They'll cover the cost of mammograms for those who can't afford them. Your visit to Carpet Man in Milton this October will make a difference. We hope to see you in our family store soon. Thanks for your support. Keep your fall adventures safe and fuel efficient with a new vehicle from WNL Subaru. Plus, help WNL clear the shelters in our community by adopting a pet during the Subaru Loves Pet event on October 19th from 10 till 4. The Danville ASPCA will be offering low-cost pet adoptions, and there will be free pet vaccinations while supplies last. Take a test drive during our pet adoption event, and we'll donate $10 to Mostly Mutt's Dog Shelter. It's a great time to check out the newly redesigned 2020 Subaru Outback and Legacy. Details at WNL Subaru on Route 11 in Northumberland or online at WNLSubaru.com. We're back here at Christy Matthews Memorial Stadium getting ready for tonight's football game between the Lewisburg Green Dragons and the Central Columbia Blue Jays. Right now we're finishing up uh, senior introductions of the Lewisburg High School Band, and we're about 10 minutes away from kickoff between these two teams that uh, really this late in the season it's one, one of the better games on the schedule tonight. I mean, you take away Southern Columbia Montoursville, this is probably one of the best marquee games on the schedule tonight, Justin. Yeah, it definitely is, Greg. And, uh, you know, if we had to pick a uh, Blaze Alexander four tough game of the week, uh, and it could be our own game, I exactly. think we would pick it. Yeah. But, uh, you know, tonight we'll select uh, that Southern Columbia game versus Montoursville. But uh, we're going to have a good one here tonight, uh, here in Christy Mathewson in Lewisburg. Again, it's uh, alumni, uh, alumni weekend here in Lewisburg, recognizing the seniors right now. 
Uh, There's seven senior uh, boys on the football team, and we had cheerleaders and the band being recognized. Or, uh, yeah, let, let's talk a little bit about the seniors too, Justin. Yeah. Logan Moore, his first year out for football, yep. but he has really done a job for Lewisburg this year in kicking uh, with field position, establishing field position. Just a weapon, Greg. I mean, he's just, you know, kicking the ball out of the end zone. And, uh, again, just his first year, and he's just learning the game. You know, he's just learning the technique and learning the game. He's got a bright future if he sticks with it. Uh, And it's going to be exciting to see where uh, where he goes. The next one is an Ethan Spalding. I mean, what – I don't think we have enough superlatives for that kid no. and what he's done for the p- football program. I think if you go back and listen to our broadcasts over and over again, I mean, it's almost, it seems like every play he's involved. You yeah. know, if yep. it's on the defensive side or the uh, special teams aspect, you know, he's a long snapper, but he's down the field making tackles, just a superb athlete, just making plays for the last several years and uh, going to be a key cognate that uh, the Green Dragons are going to miss next year. Another one is Graydon Feldman. Yeah, Graydon coming in his second year here with Lewisburg, just playing superb uh, linebacker position and really helping anchor in that offensive line as well. Okay, we'll stop here for the national anthem. Followed up by the Lewisburg alma mater. Uh, go back to our seniors, Justin. Uh, Josh Ghost, a senior offensive lineman, yeah. defensive lineman. Yeah, we see we seem to be calling his name quite often as well. Just an excellent athlete, Got obviously on the track and field team as well. Placed at the state tournament last yep. two years and uh, has high expectations again this year in the track and field. But on the football field, he's been a tear, you know, getting through yep. and uh, really establishing that uh, that line of scrimmage. Four-year starter also for the Lewisburg Green Dragons. Uh, and then we have Nick Shedleski. Yeah, four-year four year starter at quarterback. Uh, 
you know, has really etched his uh, his name in Lewisburg history uh, on the football field. Real close to a couple more records, right? Uh, and setting you know some personal records as well. But just a true leader. Uh, we've had the opportunity to see him really mature over those four years and just progress as a uh, as a football player and a person. And uh, you know, he's got a bright future ahead of him. Great student, obviously, and uh, great athlete with uh, you know a lot of open doors for him. Not only just on the football field, but also on the baseball field. So, yep, uh, Gavin Sheriff, our starting safety. Yeah, Gavin Sheriff. You know, small in stature, but brings a, a heavy hit coming downhill from that safety position. Has really a lot of highlight uh, tackles this year from Gavin from the safety position. Also wrestles. Uh, just an overall good athlete, and uh, looking forward uh, to seeing him on the mat this year as well. Not only uh, just not even tonight on the football field, right. but you know he's going to have a bright uh, season on the wrestling mat as well. And the last senior is Cordell Dean. Yeah, Cordell Dean has been the uh, team manager for the last four years, uh, not only for the football team, but the basketball team, and he also serves as the uh, baseball team uh, team manager. And it's going to be quite a special night here for Cordell as he, week in and week out, leads the team through uh, through the tunnel, as you would say, through the band and the cheerleaders. And uh, tonight, Cordell is going to get the first handoff uh, of this game tonight with an opportunity to score a touchdown, Greg. Yeah, it's, uh, it's really a neat thing to see. You know, you see this thing on uh, YouTube a lot. You see some college teams do this with some kids and stuff like that. But this is close to home, Justin. You know, Cordell is a special needs student at Lewisburg High School. He's, I don't know a kid that doesn't like him, Justin. That, you know? Oh, that's the thing. You know, yeah. he's just taken in by this Lewisburg community so well. Really, everybody, yeah. everybody knows him as Cordell. You know, yeah. it's Cordell. And uh, you'll see him at, you know, all sporting events. He's on the sidelines here week in and week out, you know, fully dressed for the football team during the basketball season. He's out out there with the team and during the baseball season in full uniform out there with him and uh he's certainly a part of the team and he's gonna get his opportunity tonight i would say cordell maybe is 5'8 justin uh i might be stretching at 5'8 he might weigh 100 pounds yeah i'm I'm not sure but uh he's out there all the time with the team uh and like i said the team members let him be the first one through to break through that banner every week uh they really like cordell and and what's neat too is the coach gives cordell a job every game tells him to do this for him to watch this guy watch this guy and report to him what he's doing and Cordor- cordell every game will say coach how am i doing you know he has two interceptions if it's the quarterback or he's doing this or he's doing that and uh coach says you're doing a great job cordell keep it up you know and it's just great to see him tonight is. coach Persing is real good friends with the central columbia coach and this has been set up for quite some time that they're going to have an untimed play where uh cordell's going to get the ball and uh, he's going to hopefully run for a touchdown. Justin. Hopefully score a touchdown here and set the uh, set the tone. How the about game. it early on here? Yeah, yeah but, uh, and, but it's something really neat to see. Yeah, hats off to both programs. Obviously, exactly. Obviously, for Coach Persing and his staff for coming up with the idea, and hats off to Central Columbia, to Coach Dennis, and the administration on both sides to allow this to happen here today, and the officials to, yes. uh, to allow it to happen. And, w- one other thing, this game is being televised tonight, Justin, on... Uh, the local cable network. Local cable, and then also uh, two other news stations are here as well. Right, I think going to be covering this, the story as well. And and it's it's going to be neat to see. So if you if you're home right now, you turn to channel eight, I believe, or five oh eight, whatever it is on the on your dial. But you're, they're going to show it too. And if you can witness this, I think it's something that's going to be really great to see Cordell do. The other good news to report, Justin, is we've reported about Max Moyers all year, but. 
We see him for the first time now since his uh, surgery that he's down there without crutches tonight. Yeah, a little over a week and uh, no crutches. That's a great sign for Max and, you know, just had the ACL repaired. And, uh, you know, I'm sure he's itching to get back in there to uh, get back working, Greg. Just I'm a, sure he is. The trooper that he is. And, uh, you know, he's a he's a gym rat. He's always yeah. in, in there all the time. So I'm sure he's itching to get back. And... Uh, but uh, it's good to see him on the sidelines supporting his teammates. Yeah, and when I go to uh, practice and watch practices, he's there, and I'm sure it's killing him. He's not in there running through the plays and stuff like that. So, But right now the Central Columbia team's coming onto the field, uh, get ready to play defense for this first scrimmage uh, play. Again, it's an untimed scrimmage play. Going to spot the ball at the Blue Jay 40. Yep, it's on the 40-yard line. The Lewisburg team goes out and... Cordell knows he's getting the ball, but he has no idea he's going to score a touchdown. He knows he's getting the ball, and he told the coach he wants his senior buddies in there to block for him tonight. So they're in there. They're giving him a little encouragement. You can see some of the teams slapping hands with him and stuff like that. <laughs> they break the huddle, and Cordell's in the halfback position, left of the quarterback, Nick Shedleski. Gets the snap, and Cordell gets the ball. He runs through the right side of the line. He's running down the field. He breaks into the open. He's in the 20, 10, 5, and he has a touchdown for Cordell Dean. The entire Lewisburg team is uh, running into the end zone. It's really a great scene, Justin. Yeah, it is. It is that, Craig. So uh, Cordell gets his first touchdown of his career tonight. And... uh, the PA announcer, uh, Jim yeah. Snyder, just announced that he took it in from the 40 in 4.2 seconds. <laughs> so uh, He's all excited as he's running back to the huddle, pumping his chest. And the uh, Lewisburg fans are also giving him a nice round of applause. That was well done by both teams tonight, Justin. Yeah, it was. Definitely uh, hats off to uh, Central Columbia for partaking in that. And uh, the Lewisburg student body here, obviously, cheering Cordell on and... Uh, that's a memory he'll never forget, Greg. Yeah, that's exactly right. That was uh, that was well done. Now the captains are getting ready to go out to the middle of the field for uh, Lewisburg. It's Nick Shedleski, Graydon Feltman, uh, Ethan Spalding, and Josh Ghost will be the captains for Central Columbia. Going out for them is Cole Heintzelman. And let's see who else that is out there. I believe that's... Josh Cohen, and the running back for him, Troy Johnson, and another wide receiver for them is Jacob Reifer. Uh, so getting ready for the coin toss and the official start to tonight's game. Waiting to see who wins. It looks like Central Columbia has won the toss. They have deferred. So Lewisburg will get the ball to begin this ball game. And Lewisburg will be moving left to right as we see this. And for the probably the second time in three weeks, Justin, we're getting the ball to start the game. That's something we haven't seen often this year. The last time was against Chickalimi, and we were right down and scored a touchdown. Yeah, opening drive, we sh- they went right down and uh, punched it in. And let's hopefully this offense could do it. Guys are fired up. Captain's coming off to the side of the field. Team's meeting right at the uh, the numbers. Yep. Getting excited here. Last minute instructions. Now this is, and I think both teams realize how big of a game this is tonight, Justin, because you don't want to finish fourth or fifth in the district standings because 
you're going to get Montoursville early in the district playoffs, yeah. and that's something you don't want. You don't want that, and you don't want to. You don't want to be on the road. That's you exactly right. Host. You yep. want to host. You host a first round playoff game. We talk about it. Eight teams will make it out of the eleven. It's pretty much uh, pretty much set uh, with the bracket. It's just a matter of jockeying from the second seed through the eighth seed. Right. Montoursville sitting right now is the number one seed. Loyal Sock is the number two seed. Central Columbia is the three. Your Lewisburg Green Dragons the four. The fifth seed is Warrior Run. Danville the sixth. Mifflinburg the seven. And Shamoke in the eighth. But again, with two weeks of ball to be played, a lot of things can happen and uh, a lot of jockeying that could be taking place. But again, if you control your own destiny, Greg, you win out here. That's uh, right. For the Green Dragons, they will be hosting a first round playoff game. Mason Urity is kicking off for Central Columbia. He's a 5'7, 130 pound junior, soccer style kicker. Deep for the Green Dragons are Gavin Sheriff and Ethan Dominic. They're standing about the ten, uh, five yard line. Yordi approaches the ball. And game's underway. It's not a deep kick, it's a short kick. Hits about the 15. Picked up there by Sheriff. He's at the 20, throws backwards, and he's going to be hit and dropped about the 17, maybe the 18 yard line. So it'll be first and 10 for the Green Dragons on the 18 yard line. Yeah, that ball just dropped and uh, didn't take a good bounce at all towards uh, Sheriff at all. He was able to pick it up, but just by the time he picked it up, uh, Central Columbia's coverage team was downfield and wrapping him up, and they're going to spot it at the Green Dragons' 17-yard line, Greg, for first and 10. 17, yeah, 17-yard line, first and 10. The Green Dragons break the huddle. They have three receivers to the right, two receivers to the left. Alone in the backfield is Shedleski. Waiting on the snap. As then Central Columbia jumps offside, so that looks like a five-yard penalty right off the bat for Central Columbia, and Lewisburg will now have a first and five from their 22. That's a good start. That's a great start. Change the snap count there a little bit and get them to jump offside. It's a little over-aggressive Central Columbia defense. Now really opens up the playbook here with its first and five. First and five from the 22, balls on the left hash mark. As the Green Dragons huddle again and break the huddle again. This time it's two receivers to the right, two receivers to the left. Dominic to the left of the quarterback, Shedleski. Gives the ball to Dominic up the middle. He's off the right side. He's spun around and falls forward to the 25. Pick up a three on the play. Makes it second down and two. Yeah, just lined up beside in the shotgun. Shotgun left to Nick Shedleski. Hands off to Dominic. Dominic cuts back to the right side there. Spins out and uh, picks up three. Sets up a second and two here for the Green Dragons offense. Ball's rest on the 25-yard line in the middle of the field. Game just started in a 0-0 ball game. Spalding is wide right. Three receivers to the left, counting the tight end. Dominic to the right of the quarterback. Ordonez now switches over to the right side, and Spalding goes wing right. Cholesky gets the ball, gives to Dominic up the middle. He's across the 25, the 30, the 35, and falls forward to about the 37-yard line. Pick up a 12 in the play and a first down for the Green Dragons. Yeah, good hard run there by Ethan Dominic. Ethan Spalding with a nice block there to really set that edge there for Dominic to follow right through and pick up 12 and get the first down for the Green Dragons. Ball's resting on the 37-yard line now. Spalding split out wide left. Byler and Sheriff coming to the right side. Ordonez is tight end to the right. He now switches to the left. Wing left, Dominic to the left of the quarterback. Spalding in motion, coming across the same play to the right. This time, Dominic's hit at the line of scrimmage and dropped on the play by uh, Central Columbia linebacker Riley O'Neill. 
Yeah. Nice play by O'Neill. Yeah, real nice play there by O'Neill. Just came out with uh, and just flipped the field, Greg, and uh, just tried to run that same play off to the other side and uh, not going to get anything there on first down. So that's about second and ten for the Green Dragons. Byler and Sheriff to the right. Ordonez and Spalding on the left side. Shotgun formation for Shaleski. Dominic to his left. Fakes it to Dominic. Back to pass. Shaleski is hit. Gets away from that. Throws it downfield and almost caught by Byler. And I think there's a little confusion there, Justin, because we had two receivers in the same spot, kind of. Yeah, two, two receivers in the same spot. Uh, it was about a five-yard difference. We had uh, Spalding underneath and Byler running a, a post a, out here, like a flag play on the right sideline there. And uh, Spalding had pulled back because he wasn't sure and uh, in and out of the hands of uh, Byler there. It's going to set up a third down, third and ten here from the Green Dragon 37-yard line. Shotgun formation. Again, Byler and Sheriff wide right. Spalding split out wide left. Ordonez is tight end to the left side. In motion is Sheriff. Fakes it to him on a jet sweep. Throws it out to Sheriff, and he has nowhere to go, and he falls down at the 31. A loss of six on the play, and will bring up fourth down and 16 for the Green Dragons. Yeah, just no, nowhere to go. Brought, uh, faked the jet sweep and just actually just a little flare out to Sheriff out in the, the flat there, and uh, he lost his footing, goes down. Loses six, sets up a fourth down, and the Blue Jays do their job on defense, and they're going to force the Green Dragons to a punting situation. Shaleski Sh- in the punt. Reifer back deep for the Blue Jays. Good snap. Shaleski has a wobbly kick that's going to hit about the 40, takes a good bounce to the 28, and it's fumbled, picked up by Spalding, and he's going to, he can't advance it. He would have run into the end zone, but you can't advance a muff, but it will be Green Dragon football on the 27, I believe. We've said it, Ethan Spalding, the long snapper involved in the plays. <laughs> he gets down there in the muff punt yep. by the return man from the Blue Jays. Spalding just heads up, well aware of where he He's always in position to make a play and picks it up, and the Green Dragons get the first break of the game there. And uh, that could be a early Schmokin' Dam backbreaker play of the game there. Yeah. The muff punt by Central Columbia. It's Schmokin' Dam Health Center backbreaker plays of the game. Schmokin' Dam Health Center Workplace Institute offering medical care, chiropractic care, rehabilitation, much more. Call 570-743-4333 for an appointment. Cam Michaels now in a wing left. He's in motion. They give it to Dominic off the left side. He's across the 20, the 15, and falls forward to about the 10-yard line. Let's see where they're going to mark. They're going to mark at 11, a pickup of 16 on the play. First and 10 for the Green Dragons as they run the ball twice over that left side, Justin, for big games both yeah. times. Having good success going that left side there and see if the coaching staff stays with it. Brought Cam Michaels in motion there and uh, faked the handoff to him, come back to Dominic off the left side, gets 16, and... Uh, Green this Dragons in some business here. Tight end, tight wing formation now. This is Shaleski up the middle. He's hit at the 10, spins out, gets about a yard to the 10-yard line. That's it, brings up second nine, balls on the 10-yard line. That was a good read by uh, Central Columbia there. They stayed stayed home, filled their gaps quickly, and uh, was quarterback draw all the way, and nowhere for Nick to go. Going to get dropped after a short one-yard gain. Sets up a second and nine. Second nine for the Green Dragons. The ball's on the 10-yard line. Left hash mark. Green Dragons going left to right. Ordonia is tight end left. Spalding tight end right. Wings on both sides. Shot confirmation. Chileski's rolling out to right. He keeps the ball. He's at the five. And he just cuts down and falls forward to maybe the two. Pickup of eight is going to bring up third and one for the Green Dragons. Yeah, broad motion. 
from the wing was Cam Michaels coming in motion left to right there, and he stayed out, and it looked like almost like an option play, Greg. With, it did, uh, With yes. Shedleski running off to the right side there, and he decides to keep it, just puts his head down, cuts it upfield, and gets a nice gain of eight yards there. Sets up a third and one, and... Uh, Looks like we have an official's timeout here. Yeah, something like... was on the field there. It looked like something <laughs> was thrown on the field by accident there. Some kids playing football down or with a baseball or something down there in the end zone. Okay, the clock starts down. Shaleski's under center. Wing formation. Dominic is the running back behind him. Shaleski takes a quarterback sneak, and he bowls his way close to the end zone. I don't see a signal. Yep, touchdown, Nick Shaleski. So the Green Dragons take a 6-0 lead with 7.45 to go in the first quarter. Just quarterback keeper all the way. Nick Shaleski off the right side this time takes it in and gets the Green Dragons on the board with 7.45 to go in the first quarter. They jump out to a score of 6-0 with a PAT attempt on its way. Nick Shaleski holding here for Logan Moore. Waiting on the snap from Ethan Spalding. Good snap. It's down. The kick's up. And it's good. So the Green Dragons take a 7-0 lead with 7.45 to go in the first quarter. And Justin, that turnover really helped the Green Dragons get and off to that lead. And we said pregame, Greg, the difference in this game tonight, two evenly matched teams, is going to be, you know, who wins that turnover, you know, battle here tonight. And so far, you know, early on here, the Green Dragons took advantage of that first turnover by the Blue Jays, the muff punt. And they go down the field and uh, march down. And uh, two-yard touchdown run by Nick Shedleski. And the successful PAT attempt here was 7.45 to go in the first quarter. Green Dragons have a lead of 7-0. Back deep for Central Columbia. Looks like it's Calvin Markle. He's a freshman. And the other one is Dylan Gregory. He's also, no, I'm sorry, it's not Dylan Gregory. It's T- Troy Johnson. He's a, he is a junior. senior. Uh, no, junior. I'm sorry. Troy Johnson's a junior. And that is not a freshman. I'm sorry. It's Jacob Rafer. He's uh, a senior, and he's the one that fumbled the punt. Logan Moore getting ready to kick off from the right hash mark. Logan approaches the ball. Nice high kick going well into the end zone. And oh, looks like there's offsides Green Dragon, so they're going to have to do it again. I heard the whistle, but I was watching the ball. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know if it was somebody in the stands blowing the whistle here. <laughs> and that's crucial there, Justin, because they're going to back us it, up. It would have been twenty, uh, the twenty-yard line. Now he has to kick again, and that was a really nice high kickoff. And it looked like somebody on the far side to jump was off because it, it wasn't anybody in the middle of the field. I know that. So the, Logan Moore is spotting it down again. Again, it's uh, Troy Johnson and Reifer deep. Logamore getting ready to kick. He approaches the ball. Another high kick, and this one also is going into the end zone. A heck of a kick for Logan Moore. That was 60, probably 67, 68 yards, Justin, in the air. He says, back me up five. I don't <laughs> care. That's right. <laughs> Just showing that leg strength, and we talked about him, you know, his first year playing ball. Here on the football team, senior, just such a strong leg, and he's still learning, and it's just he really is as he continues to learn. He's got a, got a special foot there. So Central Columbia will start in their own 20-yard line, first and ten. They break the huddle. McNellis, the quarterback, under center. It's an I formation. 
Riley O'Neill's a fullback. He gets the ball and goes maybe a half a yard, Justin. Not much more than that. Sorry, that, no, I'm sorry. That was Troy Johnson on the carry. Maybe a half yard. Yeah, just a dive off yeah. the left side there and uh, no running lane at all for Johnson. And, uh, sets up a second and ten here. Second ten for Central Columbia. This time, wide receiver to the left is Xander Bradley. Wide receiver to the right is Eli Morrison. Eye formation in the backfield. McNellis under center. Turns, gives the ball again to Johnson around the right side, and he's hitting the backfield and dropped for a loss of maybe a yard back to the 19-yard line. Good play there by the Green Dragons defense, Ethan Spalding and uh, Graydon Feltman. Yeah, they're in on the play. There's no running room. Tried to stretch it out to the Blue Jays off the right side there, and uh, nowhere to go as he's wrapped up by Spalding and Feldman. Sets up a third and long here, third and 11. 6.45 to go here in the first quarter. Green Dragons lead by a score of 7-0. Coming to the left is Logan Gillespie, and I believe that's Xander Bradley in the slot left. They have two receivers also to the right. Back to pra- passes McNellis. Looking to his right. Throws down the middle. It's caught and he falls down right away. That's Eli Morrison on the catch, but he's going to be about two yards short to the 28-yard line, so it's going to bring up fourth and two from the 28-yard line. A pick up a nine in the play, so the Green Dragons defense does their job. Did their job. And now they just have to stay on size. They yep. don't want to you know, watch the ball here, and they should get pretty good field position. Callison and uh, Dominic. Callison and Dominic back deep. Doing the punting is Dylan Gregory. A low snap. It bounces. Coming in, and it's low kick. Hits about the 46. Hits across the uh, midfield and is dead about the 43-yard line. So the Green Dragons will have excellent field position starting at their own 43-yard line. Yeah, the snap was a little short there, and... uh it's one thing I was observing, Greg, and I saw the punter back. He looked like he was pretty far back. He yes. was about like 16, 17 yards back, a little longer than what we're used to seeing at the high school level for punter back, and the snap was a little short. He was able to field it and get it off, but uh, Green Dragons will have excellent field position here to start this uh, second, well, actually, excuse me, third drive for him after the turnover. Ball's on the 43-yard line, first and 10. Tight end to the right for the Green Dragons in motion to Sheriff across the formation. They give it to Dominic off the right side, and he's hitting the backfield and lost two yards of the play back to the 41. So it makes it second down and 12. Yeah, Blue Jays read that all the way. Brock Sheriff in motion right to left, and just a handoff to uh, Dominic, and there was no running lanes at all for him as he was met in the backfield by two Blue Jays that bring him down for a loss of two. Sets up a second and 12 here with 5.20 to go in the first quarter. Second down, 12 for the Green Dragons. Ball's in the 41-yard line. Shotgun formation, two receivers right, one receiver left. Back to pass Chileski, looking to his right. Throws it out here to Sheriff, and it hits his hands and dropped there, so it makes it third down and 12. Yeah, just a little short out pattern here by uh, Sheriff on the right side and uh, not able to haul in Chileski's pass. So it's now third down and 12. Oh, a flag. I never saw it. But oh, I didn't see a flag either. Oh, it's right down here. It must. I think it's face, face mask. mask. Yeah, it was going to be, I think, is it just a five-yarder? Because I think it's incidental, Greg, because I think it was. they're going to call it uh, during. Yeah, that, uh, I think that was on Gavin. Yeah, yeah, I think, yep. Okay, so that makes it second down now and seven from the 46-yard line. Yeah, on the near sideline here. Never saw the officials yeah. throw it. I'm looking for Josh Ghost. I don't see him out in the field, and I don't see him on the sideline, Justin. 
That's uh, officials calling the timeout. Yeah, we'll talk this over. I think it's just an incidental. So it's a I think it's an incidental face mask. And they're discussing just making yeah. sure they get it right. Which yep, rather that's a good job by the officials. So it's now second down and seven. Tight end to the right. Dominic, the running back, left to Shedleski. Gets the ball off the right side, and again, he's hit there right at the line of scrimmage and nowhere to run on that right side. No gain on the play. Brings up third down and seven. Yeah, brought oh, Sheriff in motion this time uh, right to left, but just used him as a lead blocker this time instead of faking that jet uh, sweep. Yep. I and do see ghosts in there now. Justin, I didn't see him before, but I see him in there. We had Brendan Baker playing. Uh, Brendan Baker playing left tackle. So the Green Dragons break the. Auto. Oh, I know why. Ghost is at center. That's why I wasn't seeing him. He's playing center tonight. Shotgun formation. Two receivers right. Spalding coming in motion across the formation. Fakes it to Dominic. Back to pass. He throws it deep down the field. And just overthrows everybody, so it'll make it fourth down for the Green Dragons. Yeah, Shedleski had time there. Just the receivers were tightly covered down there, trying to let it develop a little bit more, throws it downfield, and just not able to connect with his receiver there with Ethan Spalding. Going to set up a fourth and seven right here from the Green Dragon 46, 420 to go. You know, this is a good area, Greg, to call a fake. You know, I don't uh, like what happened the last time on the fake, though. I know, we were inside the <laughs> <laughs> Chileski back to punt. Good snap. High punt. It's going to hit about the 20 to the 15, and he picks up it at the 10. Jukes one person, makes another guy miss, and there he's tackled by a host of the Green Dragons at the 17-yard line was Jacob Reefer. Again, he let that punt drop on the on the ground. That causes some difficulties. Yeah, trying to cover it. Get a switch in the... Uh... In possession here, let's take a look at the Blaze Alexander Ford out of town scoreboard in the first. It's Shemokin 7, Shikolami 0. Seals Grove and Danville are nodded at 0. It's Loyal Sox 7, Warrior Run 0. Mine Mountain 7, Tri-Valley 0. Our Blaze Alexander Ford tough game of the week. It's Southern Columbia 7, Montoursville 0. And again, that's your Blaze Alexander Ford out of town scoreboard here in the first quarter. Shotgun formation. McNellis looks to his right, throws out to his right, and through the receiver's hands, Eli Morrison makes his second 10. That was a good pass that just wasn't uh, brought in by the receiver. Yeah, left-handed quarterback hitting the, hitting the guy out in the flat on the yeah. right side there, and uh, that was Eli Morrison, uh, yeah. the 6'1", 175-pound junior, in and right through his hands there, and uh, he, you know, he's going to pick up some positive yardage there, Greg. And uh, yes, fortunately he was. for the Green Dragons, he wasn't able to haul that in. Sets up a second and 10 from the Blue Jays' 17-yard line. Wide receiver to the right is Zachary Smith. Coming this way to the left is Logan Gillespie and Xander Bradley. Shotgun formation. Back to pass. Looking to his right again. Under some pressure. Throws it out in the flat. Caught out there. That was caught that time by Eli Morrison. I think he's going to be about a yard short of a first down. Bring up third and short. Maybe a half yard to go. Oh, they're going to give him the first down, it looks like, Justin. So he'll make a first and ten. Moving the sticks. Yep, moving the sticks. Nice catch there by Morrison. That catch was much tougher than the previous Yes, it was. And he was able to lay out and haul that in. And gets the first down for the Blue Jays. This time, fullback comes into the game, Riley O'Neal. 3.40 to go in the first quarter. Green Dragons lead 7-0 over the Central Columbia Blue Jays. Sander Bradley comes to the left. Tight end, Garrett Carter, is also on the left. Eye formation in the backfield. 
pitch to Johnson around the right side. He's hitting the backfield, keeps his feet going, and he now he breaks his way forward for a pickup of about eight on the play out uh, to the 34, 35-yard line. Good run there as he was almost tackled for a two-yard loss. Yeah, he was he was dropped, practically dropped for a two-yard loss, like you said, Greg, and just we weren't able to wrap him up the way he spun out and then just kept his feet moving and his momentum going forward. And his second and third effort there picks up eight yards and sets up a second and two here for the Blue Jays. Hagen Persaud now into the game for the Green Dragons. Again, I formation, Xander Bradley out here to the left, tight end to the right. They give it to Johnson up the middle, hit at the line of scrimmage, and he fights his way forward for a first down out to the 38-yard line. Makes it first and 10 for Central Columbia at Lewisburg. I'm at their own 38-yard line. Yeah, just a dive play straight up, picks up the first down, gets the two yards, and uh, the Blue Jays got something going here on this drive. McNellis is the quarterback, and as we said, he's a left-handed quarterback. Coming out here to this side this time is Eli Morrison. The tight end is also this side. Xander Bradley to the right. I formation. This time straight back to pass. Now he rolls to his left, and Owen Ordonez drops him at the 25-yard line. It's going to be a loss of 30. Well, they're going to mark it at the 26. Loss of 12 in the play. Back to the 26-yard line. Good play by Owen Ordonez as he fights off a block. Yeah, Ardonia is on the on the defensive end on the right side. There came outside and coming in, getting pressure, and he was just pushed right into the quarterback. Was able to wrap him up and drop him for a 12-yard loss there, and gets the sack for Ardonia's. And that was a big, big help there for the Lewisburg Green Dragon defense. Second down now and 22 to go. Balls on the 26-yard line. Wide receiver to the right is Zach Smith. Coming to the left is Logan Gillespie and Xander Bradley. Shotgun formation. Back to play us is McNellis. He's looking to his left. Now he's being chased. Being chased by Goes and he throws that intentional grounding because number one, it didn't cross the line of scrimmage. They I see no flag. I think the the officials how are they not going to call a flag on that? Wow. That didn't even cross the line of scrimmage. Yeah. That's now third down. Good pressure by the Green Dragons, though. Yes, that's up a third and long here, third and 22. Got to be smart here, know where the sticks are, keep everything in front of us, watch for a little screen here, and uh, play this out smartly here, and we get the ball back here uh, for our offense with good field position. Three receivers to the right, one receiver to the left, shotgun formation for McNellis, Troy Johnson to his right. Look for Johnson out of the backfield, and there's motion that time by Central Columbia. Looks like the wide receiver went in motion out there, so that will move the ball back to the 21-yard line. They now will have to go 27 yards for a first down. So third down and 27 yards for the Blue Jays to go. <laughs> well, the official originally called encroachment, Greg, and then now he's changed his call. I like that. Yeah. But the wide receiver did move. In fact, there two receivers moved out on the the right side. So backs it up. Okay, coming to left is Gillespie. Again, shock confirmation. Three receivers to the right. Troy Johnson to the right of the quarterback. Back to pass is McNellis. He fakes it. He's under pressure. He steps up in the pocket, throws it deep down the field, well over everyone. In fact, that goes into the stands. 
and it's now fourth down for the Green Dragons. Something encouraging, Justin, is the Green Dragons have been able to get pressure in passing situations. They definitely have. They've, you know, basically have him on the run. He's not able to set his feet at all, and uh, there again on third and long, getting that pressure and good coverage downfield, and uh, sets up a punting situation here for the Blue Jays, and the Green Dragons should get excellent field position as uh, both return men are just on the uh, other side of the 50 here. Dylan Gregory, back to punt again, a wobbly snap. High spiral, fair catch called and taken by the Green Dragons. Uh, that's Logan Callison at the 48-yard line of Lewisburg. So they have excellent field position with 106 to go in the first quarter, leading by a score of 7 to nothing over Central Columbia. Yeah, good high punt there by uh, the young man from Central Columbia. Get nice high punt downfield. Fair catch called by Callison. And uh, see if the offense can get, uh, get some more points on the board here. Okay, the officials, I guess, are changing the football out. They had the Central Columbia football on there, and they're so different, Justin. <laughs> uh, both teams use the same football, but one has that L on and the other has the CC on, so that makes a difference. Yeah, officials are talking. I'm still yeah. not yeah. sure what's going on because the only officials coming to the sideline. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know what this one's about. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, the official, I don't think the clock, it's anything to do with the clock. Yeah, because they're, they're just on our sideline. They're not over talking to uh, the Central Columbia sideline at all. So, Unless it's with the photographers. That's all I could think of. I don't know. No, I don't know what's going on. I see they're talking to somebody. Oh, there's something with the student section. As a as a bullhorn. Okay, it has a bullhorn. Okay, that's what it is. Okay. Well, now we know. So it's first and ten for Lewisburg on their own 48-yard line. The ball's in the left hash mark. It's definitely probably one of those alumni coming back, <laughs> that's, that's, uh, I think they're too young for alumni, Justin. <laughs> okay, Byler and uh, that's Cam Michaels to the right. Tight end Ordonez to the right. Shaleski just gets the ball over the 50, the 45, and he falls forward to about the 41-yard line to pick up 11 by Nick Shaleski that time. First down, and they had five guys out as wide receivers, and Nick just took the ball and took her right up the middle, Justin. Yeah, this spread the field, and uh, Nick just took it himself off the left side there, and uh, I think he was surprised himself how big of a hole he had. Well, again, the left side, Justin. They've yeah. been able to really run well over the left side tonight. Again, same formation. Three receivers to the right, two to the left, Shaleski by himself. This time he's back to pass. He throws a quick out over there to Sims and threw his hands and missed. And that would have been an easy pickup of five yards. But, you know, you have to catch it with your hands. And he was trying to catch it with his body, and it just went off his shoulder pads. Yeah, that's for young kids there. Use the diamond. Get those hands yep. out in front there and uh, let your hands catch it and bring it in. Don't let it hit your pads. And, unfortunately, that ball hit his pads. Yep. And uh, it, was it, was a good, it was a good throw by Shedleski. It was right there. Same formation. 
Two receivers to the left, three receivers to the right. Shaleski by himself in the backfield. Gets the ball, and this time he runs it up the middle. He puts his head down and maybe gets to the 40. Bring up maybe, we'll call it third and ten. He might have gotten a half yard. I, I don't even think he got the length of a football. So third and ten now for the Green Dragons. Again, when that first down play doesn't work, Justin, it really puts you behind schedule. Yeah, got to get in front of these sticks here. You got to convert on those uh, short passes. Now Dominic's to the right of the quarterback. Two receivers to left. Sheriff in motion. Back to pass Shaleski. He's rolling to his left. Has plenty of time. Ordonez is wide open. Catches it at the third uh, 27. Cuts back. And he's brought down the 28, but that'll be a pickup of 13 and a first down for the Green Dragons. Right there is Nick Shedlaski, senior Nick Shedlaski, four-year starter right there. He rolled out initially to his right, felt pressure, went back to his left, Greg, and uh, recognized he had time downfield. He set his feet, let the play develop, and found Ordonez open in the flat down there and connects with him. And uh, pretty pass play there for the Green Dragons. That's the end of the first quarter with the Lewisburg Green Dragons leading Central Columbia by a score of 7 to nothing. This is Lewisburg Green Dragon Football, 100.9 The Valley. Saving money on your next vehicle is as easy as SMC. Sunbury Motor Company. Since 1915, SMC provides total commitment to complete customer satisfaction. Sunbury Motors sells and services new Fords, Lincolns, and Hyundais in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza Sunbury. And new Kias on the Golden Strip in Hummel's Wharf. No one beats Sunbury Motor Company's lowest price promise. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. SMC. A tradition of trust since 1915. Every week, thousands of people from all over the world come through our doors to enjoy a home-cooked meal or just to browse our gift shops. One of the favorite spots that folks like to gather are near our fireplaces, found throughout our restaurant and lobby areas. Ever since Glicks installed the heat and glow inserts and fireplace, we've received so many compliments about how warm and inviting they make our store. I'm Steve Colhavy, General Manager of Country Cupboard in Lewisburg, and we're pleased to be able to recommend Glix Heat and Glow products. Lewisburg's football game tonight between the Central Columbia Blue Jays and Lewisburg Green Dragons at Bucknell's Christy Matthewson Memorial Stadium. Lewisburg leads 7 nothing as they're introducing right now some distinguished alumni and it's bad when I look down there, Justin, and I coach one of those distinguished alumni. <laughs> <laughs> it's good he's a distinguished alumni. It's just bad. I'm getting old, Justin. <laughs> so the Lewisburg will have the ball on the 28-yard line, first and 10 as we start the second quarter. The ball is on the left hash mark. The Green Dragons are now moving right to left. Brennan Baker is in at left tackle tonight for the Green Dragons, and and uh, Josh Ghost is starting at center. Harrison Murphy is playing defense. He's just not playing offense tonight. And I'm sorry, it's Dylan Croner. Dylan Croner is in at tackle for the, the Green Dragons. And Dylan Croner is a big kid. He uh, and Josh Ghost are two of the bigger players on the team. Dylan Croner is listed as 6'2", 255-pound freshman offensive lineman. So that's another freshman that's really contributing this year, Justin. Yeah, a lot of young guys getting playing time this season. They're, they really are. You know, Hagen Persson's doing a really good job in the defensive line. We have Cam Michaels in the defensive backfield that's playing a lot. And now we have Dylan Croner in there. Okay, we have shotgun formation. Dominic to the right of the quarterback. Simeon Byler is split out wide to right with Sheriff in the slot. 
Spalding in motion across the formation. Back to pass, looking downfield, and he throws out there. Tabaler is in his hands and then dropped. Another really nice pass by Nick Shaleski. It's just the receivers aren't holding on to it tonight. Yeah, just put it right out there in the hands, just not able to haul it in. Going to set up a second and ten here from the Blue Jay 28. 11.55 to go here in the second quarter. This is a big drive, Justin. To get two scores up on Central right now would be a... Oh, just a momentum swing right it now. It really would. This this point in the game. Second, 10 for Lewisburg. Spalding and Ordonez come to the left. Spalding is a wing on the left side. Sheriff to the right. This gave the Dominic off the left side. A big hole. He's across the 20 into the Blue Jay 13, 12-yard line. It looks like they're going to spot it. Pick up a 16 on the play and another first down for the Green Dragons. And again, off that left side there, Greg, using, using that size. You said about bringing Croner in, and yep. he's on that left side there. And uh, good lead block there as we brought a man in motion and uh, really set set the uh, hole there. And uh, Dominic running hard. I forgot another freshman, Garrison Feldman. Yeah. So they have two freshmen on the left side of the line tonight. Same form- formation. Give it to Dominic again off the left side. This time he's hit. In the backfield, but he fights his way forward inside the 10 to just about the 9-yard line. We'll call it the 9.5-yard line, but it looks like a pickup of 3 in the play. Makes a second down and 7 for Lewisburg. You know, one thing, too, Greg, with Ethan Dominic, only a sophomore, but now getting the opportunity to be the lead back in that backfield, we're really seeing him mature over the last Really, few we weeks. are. Yep. You know, so often in the past we w- would see him and he just wanted to kick everything to the outside. Yes. Now he's feeling that confidence running in between tackles. They're putting his head down and uh, picking up positive yardage. So it's second down and seven from just inside the ten. This time it's a tight wing formation with Ordonez and Spalding the tight ends. In motion is Michaels. Fakes it to Michaels around the right side. Looking into the end zone for Spalding. And he catches the ball. Touchdown, Lewisburg. Ethan Spalding on the touchdown reception, and the Green Dragons take a 13-0 lead. Double coverage, and Nick Shedleski just put that ball right on the money in between, and Spalding goes up and makes a nice play, comes down with a touchdown reception, nine yards out, and with 10.40 to go here in the second quarter, the Green Dragons extend their lead to 13-0 with the PAT attempt on its way. Logan Moore in to try the extra point. Shedleski's holding. Ethan Spalding is the long snapper. Good snap, kicks down, kicks up, and it's good, and the Green Dragons take a 14-0 lead, and that's the 39th touchdown, career touchdown pass for Nick Shaleski. He needs one more to tie the record for the Green Dragons. Two to break. And that, that pass was on the money. And it I'm really was. All night long so far, we've seen Nick Shaleski really putting the ball on the money, and uh, nice play there again by Spalding. It's just uh, all facets of the game. You know, special teams, yep. defense, and uh, they're on the offense showing his athletic ability going up in between two guys and coming down with that at a high point and getting the uh, touchdown reception. That's Ethan Spalding's also. That's his third touchdown reception of the year. So the Green Dragons have that 14 to nothing lead as they're getting ready to kick off. And uh, back deep for Central Columbia. Jacob Reifer, and I think that's Troy Johnson. Logan Moore getting ready to kick off. This time Logan has it on the right hash mark. 
and again, the Green Dragons have just they if they were catching every pass Nick threw. I mean, he's thrown one pass really away tonight. Other than that, he's been on the money with everything. Logan's getting ready to approach the ball. High short kick. Johnson takes out the 10. He's at the 15, cuts toes right to the 20, and he's hit there and dropped by Ethan Dominic about the 25. First and 10 for Central at their own 25-yard line. Yeah, just a real high kick there by uh, Moore. You know, didn't kick it as deep as what we're used to seeing, but that right. time kicked it high, let the return team get downfield, and uh, they did their job. And the Blue Jays will take over from their own 25. It'll be first and 10. 10.34 to go here in the second quarter. Green Dragons lead by a score of 14-0. to Paul's resting on the 25-yard line. Coming to the right side is Eli Morrison. Xander Bradley to left. Eye formation in the backfield. Turns a quick pitch to Troy Johnson around the left side. Hit there and drugged down by Ethan Dominic after a pickup of about three as he pulled out. A, I'm sorry, they're going to mark it right at the 25. No gain on the play. A good job by the Dominic yep. there. It was a pitch off to the left side there. Had the fullback block, and then Dominic was able to get by the fullback and laid out and uh, grabbed him by the shoe tackle there, basically, and it, it on to Johnson to bring him down for no gain. Sets up a second and ten for the Blue Jays. Now they bring their wide receiver package in. Uh, Zach Smith is a wide receiver, and he's coming to the right along with Eli Morrison. To left is Xander Bradley. Johnson to the right of the quarterback. Back, McNellis is just keeping the ball around the right side. He's got room to run. I'm sorry, it wasn't McNellis. It was Jacob Reefer that they moved back to quarterback, and he picks up about 12 yards in the play for a first down central. A little different look there by Central Columbia, a little wildcat. Yeah, a little, a little different wrinkle there, and uh, Reefer just comes out. They put two receivers on both sides. He comes out to the right side and just uh, quarterback keeper wildcat all the way and just follows Well, he off. is their backup quarterback, Justin, so maybe not. It's just a change of pace, but he's back there at quarterback, and he definitely can run better than McDonald's. He takes it off the left side this time. He gets through the line of scrimmage, and he's hit and dropped. Maybe as they're pushing the power forward, they're going to mark it about the 43-and-a-half-yard line, pick up of about six on the play, seven on the play, make it thir- second down and two. We'll call it from the Central Columbia 44. So a different look for the Blue Jays, and so far it's been successful. Yeah, having uh, given themselves a little spark here. They needed a little change, and uh, coaching makes that decision, and uh, he's staying in here. Yep, Morrison and Smith to the right. Shotgun formation for Reifer. In motion is Morrison. This time he takes it off the right side, and he's hit at the line of scrimmage, but he falls forward for a first down out to the 48-yard line, be a first and 10 for Central Columbia at the green at their Central Columbia 47-and-a-half-yard line, 8.40 to go in the ball in the first half. Lewisburg leads by a score of 14-0. to Xander Bradley to the left, along with Logan Gillespie to the right. We have Eli Morrison and Zach Smith. Reefer is the quarterback. This time he gives it to Troy Johnson off the left side. He cuts back to his right, fights his way forward, and he falls down about the 41 of Lewisburg. First down for Central Columbia at the Green Dragon 41-yard line. I think there's a flag on the play. It might be a face mask against the Green Dragons. 
just a five-yard face mask, and it puts the ball down at the 36 of Lewisburg. So this change of quarterback has really changed the tempo for the Central Columbia Blue Jays. Yeah, he's given them a spark, and then, you know, he picks up a couple positive uh, you know, runs, and then now all of a sudden Johnson gets a little bounce in his step. It's a nice gain, and then they tackle on the five yards for the uh, face mask. And Central Columbia coming out with a little bounce in their step. And he's a senior. Reefer's a senior. Morrison and Morrison across the formation. This time he just takes it around the left side. This time he's hit and dropped for a gain of about a yard, yard and a half in the play to uh, the 40, uh, 35-yard line, make a second and nine. Good play that time. I think that was Josh Ghost that chased him down. Yeah, the initial contact there was by Ghost, and Ordonius came over and finished yep. it off. So second nine for the Blue Jays. 7.25 to go in the first half. Lewisburg leads 14 to nothing. Jacob Reefer in the shotgun formation. Two receivers right, two receivers left. Spalding coming on a blitz. Reefer's up the middle, and he has a big hole. Ghost drags him down about the 27-and-a-half yard line. He's going to make a third down and about two, short two, a long one at the 27-and-a-half yard line. They have to go to the 26 for a first down. Yeah, Reefer's come in this possession here, and that's his uh, fifth carry already, Greg. This time he's going to be in the shotgun formation. Johnson to his left. Two receivers right, two receivers left. This time he just off the left side. A good block. He's into the secondary, and he falls forward to about the 15-yard line. First and 10. Six, four. Nothing fancy here, Justin. Not it's just the quarterback just... keeping the ball. And good timeout here, I think, by Coach Persing to go and talk to his defense. Yeah, I got to let him regroup here. I mean, he's just thrashing us coming downfield here. And as you said, nothing special. He's just lining up with uh, two receivers on both sides in the back in the backfield. And, uh, He's just picking a side, and then he's just going. He's showing his athletic ability and speed and uh, picks up 12 there on the last play, and our defense just hasn't had an answer. And, uh, you know, getting a little tired there. Coach Persing calls our first time out here in the first half. Let the guys regroup and uh, make some adjustments here because uh, Reefer's having his way. He really is. Ball's on the 15-yard line right now. First and 10 for Central Columbia. Ball's on the left hash mark. 6.40 to go. In the first half, again, Lewisburg leads 14 to nothing, but this is by far and away Central's best drive of the night, Justin. Yeah, we've got to be careful here because as you know, we start getting tighter to the line of scrimmage. You know, As you said, he's the backup quarterback, but uh, has that potential to throw downfield. So as we start to load the box to try to stop him, you know. They yeah, they have fast. some good – I mean, Xander Bradley, oh, I think, has been there for 15 years. Yeah. I think I've been calling his name since he was a freshman, that's for sure. Two receivers to the right. Two receivers to the left, shotgun formation for Reefer, and Johnson is to his left. This time he just follows the left side. He's out on the left side. He fights his way forward. A good run as he fights his way inside the 10-yard line to the 9 to pick up a 6. Looked like we had him stopped there almost in the backfield. Yeah, we just don't have an answer, Greg, right now for him. He's, he's, just, he's quick. He's yeah. really a quick runner. He's just taking over here and uh, picking up good chunks here. Now his seventh carry. So the ball is now... Nine-yard line, second down and four from the nine. This time Johnson to his right, wide side of the fields to the right. Reefer barking out signals, has man in motion across the formation. This time he just goes to the right. It's like a power sweep right. 
he breaks across the 10 and hit and dropped about the seven yard line so it'll bring up third and two that time a little better defense by the green dragons yeah extended it out a little bit there and uh you were able to wrap up this is definitely four down territory for the blue jays that's uh reefer's eighth carry for 52 yards here greg on this this drive so third and two the ball's on the seven yard line now central breaks the huddle Gillespie and Bradley are wide left. Reefer's the quarterback, Johnson to his right. This time it's Reefer off the right side. He's hitting the backfield and dropped. Can't see who did that. I think it was Josh Ghost, but I'm not sure. No, I'm sorry, Graydon Feldman. What a great play by Graydon Feldman as he shoots through. Loss of a yard in the play. Back to the eight makes it fourth and three from the eight. Can the Green Dragon defense... Get a stop here, and Central Columbia is calling a timeout. They're going to call a timeout here. Obviously, four-down territory going to go for it here on fourth down. It's a fourth and three from the eight-yard line, and that's Central Columbia's uh, first timeout of the first half. 4.59 to go here. And we'll take a quick look at the Blaze Alexander Ford out-of-town scoreboard as we're in the second quarter. It's Shemokin 14, Shikolami 7, Danville and Seelands Grove. It's Danville 6, Seelands Grove 0. It's Loyal Sock 10, Warrior Run 8 in the second quarter. It's Line Mountain 7, Tri-Valley 7 in the second. It's Mifflinburg 7, Central Mountain 7. Mount Carmel has a 14-0 lead over Bloomsburg in the second. And our Blaze Alexander Ford tough game of the week. It's Southern Columbia 28, Montoursville 0 in the second quarter. And Jersey Shore has a 6-0 lead over Bald Eagle area in the second. And again, that's your Blaze Alexander Ford out-of-town scoreboard here in the second quarter. And remember, we'll have at the half the Service Electric Cable Vision halftime report with scores from all around the valley. Yeah, the Jersey Shore score kind of surprising because Baltigo area is a good team this year. In fact, I think they might be ranked in the top ten in the state, Justin. Oh, wow. Again, that offense for Jersey Shore can create some problems. It really does. Okay, it's fourth down. Central Columbia needs three. They're on the Green Dragons' eight-yard line. and They're going eye formation, power eye formation, power eye right, two tight ends. McNellis is under center. He's screwed up there. He's being chased. He's rolling out to his right being chased and he's not going to get the first down and he's short of a first down about the seven yard line the green dragon defense comes through and why they changed up justin i have no clue but i'm thankful how about it i'll tell you what they brought the mcnellis back in there and there was a little little issue there on the initial snap there's yeah the congestion in the backfield and he tried to run and make something happen off on the left side there and the green dragon defense was able to stretch it out and keep him in front of those sticks and uh just get a short gain there. It was going to be a gain of one for McNellis on the play, but it's going to turn the ball over on downs to the Green Dragons, and that's where they'll take over is at their own seven-yard line with 4.49 to go here. So the Green Dragon defense, Greg, does the job there. They really did. Nice play by the Green Dragon defense, and I like I said, I just don't understand the call by the Central Columbia coaching staff there. First and ten for the Green Dragons. Give the ball on a jet sweep to um, Cam Michaels, who cuts forward to about the 12-yard line, we'll say a pickup of five in the play, make a second along five, just short of the, well, they're going to mark it at the 11, it looks like, on the far side, so a pickup of four. So we're going to make it second and six. 
Yeah, bro, Look, Michael's in motion there, right to left, and uh, you know you can see the maturity with him as well, Greg, because a lot of times he tried to stretch that out with just yep. to use his speed, but he recognized the hole there, cuts it up, gets positive yardage, and gets the ball out. Shotgun formation. This time Michael's in motion to the right. Give the ball to Dominic off the left side. He, nice play there by a linebacker for Central Columbia as he stepped in the hole there and made a tackle. Cole Heinzelman on Dominic, who looked like he was going to pick up the first down, but he picks up three and makes it third down and two, three, I'm sorry, third and three from the 14-yard line. Spalding now comes into the game as one of the receivers. Shaleski calls the play. 3.50 to go in the first half. Lewisburg leads 14 to nothing. Tight end right, tight end left. Shaleski's under center. Trying to draw him off sides. He doesn't do it. So it looks like they're going to... They are running a quarterback sneak, and I think Shaleski might have it. He ran it to his right, and it's a first down, a pickup of four by Nick Shaleski. Big first down there for the Green Dragons as the ball's pushed out to the 18-yard line. Yeah, it's just a, a good good play by the quarterback there. Shedleski comes out, you know, trying to draw them all sides, barking the hard count, and uh, they don't they don't bite for it, and he just calls his own number, goes off the right side, uh, side of the uh, line there and picks up the first down, and uh, huge, huge play there at that time, Greg, because uh, they stop us. We're putting the ball away, and they'd get good field position. Excellent field position. Shotgun formation this time, five receivers, three right, three left. Shaleski calling the center. He's back to pass. He throws a quick out here to Dante Sims, who catches it, goes down the sideline. Looks like a pickup out to about the 26-yard line. So a pickup of eight on the play. Second down and two at the 26 for the Green Dragons. Yeah, just a five-yard out there. Shedleski hits, uh, hits Sims, and he does the rest with his legs, picks up another three yards after the catch. Sets up a second and two here. Clock at 2.54 as they went out of bounds to stop the clock. Three. Again, three receivers right, two receivers left. This time, Shedleski's going to take it off the left side. He's got the first down as he spins around the 30, and he fights his way forward to maybe the 33-yard line. So a pickup of seven on the play for Nick Shedleski. And, you know, that time they knew what was coming, but Nick made a nifty move in the backfield to avoid the blitzing linebacker, Cole Heinzelman, and picked up seven yards in the play. Yeah, a little stutter step there and then spun out. Picks up seven and just showing that, that ability we talk about week in and week out. This Nick Shedleski, you know, just has you know, put the time in and, you know, as we said, lost a few pounds. And I'll tell you what, we know he's got a strong arm, but he's doing it with the legs this year as well. Shot confirmation again, five receivers. Chileski takes it off the right side this time, cuts back to his left, and he fights his way forward maybe for a yard to the 34. Makes it now second down and nine from the 34. But the important thing is, Justin, it's two minutes to go in the first half. Clock's running. Yeah, ball control here up by two scores already, 14-0. You know, we've got it as they reset the play clock. About 28 seconds, so until we get down, we'll be close to a minute 30 here, minute 35 till he calls this play. Two receivers left, three receivers to the right, and boy, everyone's within five yards for Central Columbia. Coming on a blitz, looks out here, and it's a go pattern out here. Shaleski rolling out. He's going to run the ball this time. This time he's in trouble as he gets his out to the 35. We'll see if he's going to spot at the 36 or not. To the 35, a pickup of a yard makes it third down and eight, 128 to go. That was a long run for just one yard. <laughs> yes, it was. He dropped back to pass there, and uh, the pocket collapsed, and he rolls out to his right there. And, uh, 
Rolls out to the right, picks up a yard, sets up a third and eight, but the clock right now continues to tick away, Greg. Okay. Two receivers left. Two, uh, three receivers to the right. Coming in motion is Sheriff. Back to pass to Lesky. He's looking for a screen. He throws it away, and that's going to be grounding. Or it should be grounding. And there it is. The ref threw the flag? Yep, he threw the flag in the backfield there. Nick's trying to state his case there. He's he's going to go in and talk to Well, I know Coach Persing is he's going in to talk to him. Let's see what what's going on here. The side of side officials going in and talk going in and talk to him. Tell him there's a receiver in the area. They should pick up the flag. No, they're not going to pick up the flag. So what that is, it's from the spot of the foul. There should not. It's a loss of down in five yards. So that's a huge penalty because there's 55 seconds to go in the half. Now Central's going to get the ball probably on Lewisburg's side of the 50, Justin. They have two timeouts left. Yeah, we had a guy out in the flat there. What we actually tried to set up was a little little screen to the right. running back to Dominic, and uh, Nick just recognized the coverage and just uh, threw it away, but they called him for grounding on it. Chileski, oh, the punt's blocked. It goes into the end zone. Chileski's got, oh, he couldn't fall on it, and the central falls on it for a touchdown. A huge turn of events there with 48 seconds to go in the half. Punt blocked in the end zone, fallen on by Central Columbia, and they take now, it's now 14 to 6 with 48 seconds to go in the first half. And Justin. Just something that they didn't have to have happen there. Now, just a you know a turn of events with uh, called the grounding, sets up uh, you know backing them up, and then the punting situation there. And they brought the pressure, able to block it, and then when the ball goes in the end zone, instead of just trying to cover, let's just kick it out of bounds. Yep. Take the safety. Mason Yordy in the try, the extra point. Snaps down, it kicks up, and it's good. And it's now 14 to seven ball game. And boy, that. Huge turn of events here with less than a minute to go in the first half. Yeah, definitely momentum swinger right there for Central Columbia. They haven't really been able to do anything offensively all night, but their special teams there makes a huge play. Gets them right back in this game uh, as they convert the PAT and makes it 14-7 with 48 seconds to go here in the second quarter. But the big thing is Central Columbia is going to get the ball to start the second half, Greg. That's exactly right. And, you know, you have them down and about. You just do not want to give them any life. And uh, Central Columbia... Two things there, the, the, the call for grounding, I, that could have, very, very easily that flag could have been picked up. Yeah. Uh, the sideline judge didn't do a good job there of going in and, t- and stating his case. Uh, that hurts because that guy, the referee flew through the flag right away without even consulting anyone, which they usually do in that play. So I think that was a very poor job of officiating by, by this crew. So now kicking off will be Mason Yordy. He's a right-footed soccer-style kicker. Gavin Sheriff and Ethan Dominic are deep for the Green Dragons. They'll be standing about their 10-yard line. Forty-eight seconds to go in the first half. As Yordi approaches the ball, short kick again. Ordonez picks it up 
at the 15. He's out to the 20, 25, and hit and dropped about the 27-yard line. So the Green Dragons will take over there, first and 10 on their 27 with 41 seconds to go in the first half. Yeah, two timeouts here for the Green Dragons. It'll be interesting to see what Coach Persing wants to do here before the half. Maybe just uh, you know, run a few plays and uh, take it in the half with a lead, 14-7, or is he going to try to put more points on? I think after the, after the block punt, Greg, just uh, yeah. take it in the half with the lead and let's regroup. And, you know, I think uh, that's that's a good point, Justin, because really they've, they've done well defensively tonight, and we'll see what happens here. Shotgun formation for Shedleski. He gives to Dominic off the left side. He's at the 30 and hit and dropped at the 32, so a pickup of five by Ethan Dominic makes it second down and five from the 32-yard line. When I, when I say, Justin, a bad job of fishing, the referee never throws his flag on that play because he always waits for the sideline officials to come in to make sure there were no receivers in that area. Shedleski gets the ball comes forward to the 36 for a pickup of four, so it makes it third down and one with 10 seconds to go in the first half, and there's a timeout called by Lewisburg. Nine seconds to go in the first half, timeout for the Green Dragons, third and one, the ball's on their own 36-yard line. I don't know, we're going to be looking just to throw. Well, they have, they have two plays they can run. They can run it, they get a first down and call a timeout, and then throw a long pass. We're going to try to go to that screen that we saw last week. <laughs> or, or go to that Wide middle screen, screen yeah. yeah. Uh, but the other thing is Central Columbia is going to be, should be playing back. And they've had everybody, this is a different defense that Central Columbia usually plays. They have everyone within five yards of the line of scrimmage. They usually play a zone defense, but they're playing a little different defense against the Green Dragons tonight. So it'll be interesting to see what happens here. You know, it'll be interesting. It's just one of these situations. Uh, you know, momentum is uh, you know swung over on Central Columbia here, and uh, don't want to give them any more life here—a turnover or anything where they could score here before the half. So the Green Dragons break the huddle. Spalding and Sims come to the left. Sheriff and Byler to the right. And now Central Columbia is going to call a timeout. They want to see, I guess, what Lewisburg's formation was. Nothing different. I think they're interested to see what's going to happen. It's a little chess going on here. Yeah, a little chess game going on. Just taking a look at the door there, Greg, see if we got any uh, any food coming for us around halftime here. Yeah. It's awful cold here tonight. It is a little chilly. A little chilly. Could uh, use some warm pizza here tonight up in the box. <laughs> <laughs> it is, uh, it's actually finally football weather here. It really is. It's a really a nice night for football. The wind stopped blowing, so there's... Really no wind here at all. You see the flag across the field, and it's not moving at all. So it's bringing up third down and one. 14-7, Lewisburg lead with nine seconds to go in the first half. Green Dragons break the huddle. It's the same formation. Two receivers right, two receivers left. Dominic is the running back left to Shedleski, who's in the shotgun formation. Looks like Central's going to rush three. Drop eight. No, they're coming on the blitz. Throws a quick out here to Spalding, who gets the ball and steps out of bounds at the 42. Pick up a six in the play. And a first down for the Green Dragons with five seconds to go now in the in the first half. Just a little owl pattern there. Ethan catches it, knows where he needs to be on the sideline, gets out of bounds, stops the clock, down to five seconds. The Green Dragons do have one timeout left here. 
I don't think that's going to matter. Yep, I think we have one play here, Greg. We have one play. and Go and for it. Like you said, that center screen to uh, Spalding, I think, might not be a bad play. Two receivers right, two receivers left, shotgun formation, Spalding in motion across the formation. Give the ball to Dominic off the left side. He's at the 45, the 50, and he steps out of bounds at the 47 of Central. So a pick up 11, but that is the end of the first half with the score. Lewisburg 14, Central Columbia 7. This is Lewisburg Green Dragon football on 100.9 The Valley. Here at Murray Motors Chevrolet, we are big enough to serve you, small enough to know your name. From sales, service, parts, and our body shop, Murray Motors Chevrolet brings you a bigger, better selection of cars, trucks, and SUVs, including the area's best certified pre-owned inventory. Our new inventory is expanding to an all-time high. We offer the only lifetime powertrain warranty and price match guarantee on all new Chevrolet models. Murray Motors Chevrolet, located a half mile south of Susquehanna Valley Mall, Seals Grove, or online at MurrayChevy.com. Powertrain warranty does not include commercial vehicles. As an active person, you might try ignoring a painful injury. But why? Quick treatment can lead to quick recovery. Our team of sports medicine providers at UPMC Susquehanna offer personalized care at each visit. Don't let an injury keep you from the active life you enjoy. Sports medicine at UPMC Susquehanna. Call 570-321-2020. Honey, now what are you doing? I'm listening for the best pumpkin sounds. That works with watermelons, not pumpkins. Why are you knocking on all of them? I want to pick out the ones that are going to fly the farthest and smash the best. Oh, right. You and the pumpkin chunkin'. Well, at least leave some for other people. You're embarrassing me. Ooh, the corn cannon. I'm so torn between the pumpkin chunkin', the corn cannon. I just can't decide. Oh, brother. I'm heading to the Coles Hayride. Bye. Get your tickets for the events at Coles Stony Hill Tree Farm. Visit colesstonyhill.mazeplay.com or colesstonyhill.com for maize and Christmas shop hours. Coles Stony Hill Tree Farm, located on Mexico Road, Milton, or at colesstonyhill.com. At Sunbury Motor Company, the letters SMC mean a lot to us. Those letters stand for a tradition of trust since 1950. SMC. Stand for selling more cars. And satisfying more customers. SMC. It stands for Sunbury Motor Company. And when you need a Ford, Lincoln, Hyundai, or Kia, you have our lowest price promise. Log on to sunburymotors.com to see more choices and save more cash. And then you can say, start my car. I'll take it. SMC. In the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and routes 11 and 15. Injury, pain, suffering. People turn to expensive, addictive drugs and surgery before considering other options for pain. Healing, moving, living. Shemokin Dam Health Center treats the cause of your injury, not just the symptoms. To relieve pain and restore your body to health. When you're ready to work again, play again, live again, call 743-4333. Shemokin Dam Health Center. Designed with you in mind. Hi, this is Bob Schoen, the general manager of Blaze Alexander Ford, Route 45 in Lewisburg. And for years, we've been saying it's worth the drive to Route 45. Well, what does that mean? It means you're going to get the lowest price guaranteed on any new or used vehicle in stock. Check out our inventory at BlazeAlexanderFord.com and compare it to the competition. It means we have a selection of over $12 million of inventory. So whatever it is that you're looking for, we typically have it on our lot. It means you're going to get service after the sale that's second to none. Plus, at Blaze Alexander Ford, you're always going to get the most for your trade-in. Don't make a $1,000 mistake. Make the drive to Route 45 in Lewisburg. This is WVLY Milton Lewisburg. 
We're back here at Bucknell's Christy Matthews Memorial Stadium where tonight's halftime score is Lewisburg 14, Central Columbia 7. In a game that realistically, Justin, Lewisburg has dominated, but because of the blocked punt, it's a 14-7, one-possession ball game. Yeah, it really has changed the complexion of this game. As uh, as you said, Lewisburg has really dominated, uh, you know, especially from a defensive standpoint. And we'll take a look here at the Service Electric uh, you know, halftime report and uh, take a look at the scoring summary. Uh, obviously, it's 14-7 here at the half. And how did we get there? Starting off in the first quarter, it was Nick Shaleski running the ball in from two yards out. The PAT attempt would be good, and the Green Dragons would jump out to a 7-0 lead. And then in the second quarter, with 10.40 to go, it was Nick Shedleski finding Ethan, Do- uh, Ethan Spalding, excuse me, in the end zone for the touchdown. The PAT would be good, and the Green Dragons would extend their lead to 14-0. And then with just 48 seconds left to go in the second quarter, the Green Dragons are forced to punt after a uh, intentional grounding, and uh, the Blue Jays brought the pressure, and they got the block into the end zone. They recover it for the touchdown, so their special teams for the Blue Jays get them on the board, and the PAT attempt would be good, and then the lead here at the half would be 14-7 for the Green Dragons. Looking at some offensive statistics here unofficially tonight for the Green Dragons. Nick Shaleski passing 4 of 10 for 36 yards and one touchdown pass. That touchdown pass went to Ethan Spalding for 14 yards. On the ground, it's Gavin Sheriff, one carry for a loss of six yards. It's Ethan Dominic, 11 carries for 67 yards. It's Nick Shedleski, 10 carries for 39 yards. And Cam Michaels has one carry for four yards. On the receiving end for the Green Dragons, it's Dante Sims with one catch for eight yards. It's Owen Ordonez, one catch for 13 yards. And Ethan Spalding has two catches for 15 yards in that touchdown reception uh, that we talked about there of six yards. Or excuse me, nine yards uh, from Nick Shaleski, and that's how the uh, Green Dragon offensive stats look here in the first half. Defense is doing their job tonight, Greg, for the Green Dragons. They're holding Central Columbia to only 78 yards of total offense here in the first half. Uh, they, they're holding the quarterback, uh, Garrett McNellis. He's 2 of 5 tonight for 19 yards. On the ground, it's Troy Johnson, the leading carrier. Excuse me, six carries, 18 yards. Their leading carrier is the backup quarterback coming in, Jacob Reefer. He's got nine carries for 52 yards. And the starting quarterback, Garrett McNellis, has two carries for negative 11 yards. And on the receiving end, those two catches for the Blue Jays were done by Eli Morrison. He has two catches for 19 yards. And, again, that's your uh, first-half stats here unofficially uh, as our score is 14-7. We'll take a look here on the Service Electric Halftime Report. Some scores around the Valley as they're coming in on the Blaze Alexander Ford out-of-town scoreboard. We'll take a look at the half. It's Shimokin 14, Shikolimi 7. It's Sealands Grove 7, Danville 6. It's Loyal Sock 10, Warrior Run 8. It's Tri-Valley 16, Lion Mountain 9. Mifflinburg and Central Mountain tied at 7. It's Mount Carmel 14, Bloomsburg 0. Our Blaze Alexander Ford Tough Game of the Week, it's Southern Columbia 28, Montoursville 0 at the half. And as they approach the half, it's Jersey Shore 6, Baltic Area 0. And South Williamsport has a 14-7 lead over Milton as they head into the half. Again, that's your Blaze Alexander Ford out-of-town scoreboard here tonight, week 9 of the high school season. Any scores there, Greg, that really stand out to you? Uh, as I said, the Jersey Shore score, Jersey Shore, Baltic Area, uh, Danville, I can't figure them out either. Yeah, they're you know, so that, that's a team down. that started out four and one. Uh, Seals Grove's been playing better lately. I think Seals Grove's won their last three. Danville's lost their last three. They seem to be playing pretty good football tonight against Seals Grove. So that's that's one that. 
kind of surprised me. The other one is Loyal Sock Warrior Run. Yeah, that's a big game again in, in this District 4 3 yeah. playoffs, Greg. Uh, Loyal Sock coming in tonight with a 5 and 3 record. They're sitting as the number two seed uh, ahead of Central Columbia as the three and ourselves here at the four. Yeah. And Warrior Run coming in tonight, surprisingly sitting at the five seed with a five and three record. So not only here tonight does this game have big implications on this District 4 3A stings, but that game as well where uh, Loyal Sock leads right now by a score of 10 to 8 over Warrior Run. Yeah, that, that one, that's, you know. And, you know, I guess I'm going on past history with Warrior Run, Justin, yeah. because they just haven't had, haven't had a really real good team the last several years. And I I haven't seen them play. Yeah. Uh, so, I, like I said, I'm just going on on past history there. But, you know, last week they beat the Central Columbia's team 14-10. to 10. Uh, Didn't They played well defensively, got the big interception at the, near the end of the game. Returned it for a touchdown. So, uh, and you know they're sitting, Greg. They if they can pull out that win tonight over Loyal Sock, they're, they're sitting at five and three tonight. And if they could pull that win off, they'll push them up to six and three. And the next week, they got to be the heavy favorite over Columbia Montour. Oh, for sure. So, yeah. uh, you know, where run? You know, they could there. be seven and three. Yeah, they could be in, seven and three. the playoffs and, and get a home playoff they game. They get a home playoff game, and they could sit as high as a two or a three seed. Yeah, yeah, so. that that would be two huge wins because isn't Columbia Montour vote four uh, A? Yeah, they're 4A, so they're going to get so those that, extra points. Yeah. So that could shoot them right up there as in the two seed. Yep. And, uh, you know, these other games we'll keep an eye on. Obviously, we talked about that Danville game against Seals Grove because Danville coming in tonight, sitting at the sixth seed with a 4-4 four and four record. And then the Mifflinburg. Uh, yeah, that one's a, another surprising game, 7-7 seven, seven, halftime. Is that game at Central Mountain, Justin? It is at Central Mountain. And uh, Mifflinburg comes in tonight's action with a 4-4 four and four record. And, you know, again, I would have thought they would have been heavy favorites against the Central Mountain Wildcats. Uh, it's going to be our opponent next week is those Mifflinburg uh, Wildcats. Right. Um, we'll be out there next week on the road for the Week 10 action for that rivalry. Little Brown Jug will be up for stakes next week. Yep, And, and you know, the, the thing, Justin, about that Central Mountain game is you never know how that bus ride up is going to affect you. Yeah. You know, that's a, that's an hour bus ride. Um, probably for Milkenburg a little more than an hour bus ride as they come down to Lewisburg and up Route 80 and across. So it's probably a little more than an hour. Uh, I know Shemokin went up there and almost got beat uh, by Central Mountain. Now, don't get me wrong, Central Mountain has some really good athletes. Their quarterback is a nice quarterback. They have some good wide receivers, but... Mifflinburg is a good running team, and Lewisburg ran the ball well against them that night they were down here. And I thought Mifflinburg, I, I thought Mason Breed was back tonight. Maybe he's not, uh, but I thought he would uh, run all over Central Mount. Yeah, so it'll be interesting. Again, you know, we've got a, got a good one here. Score of 14-7, the Green Dragons lead, the Central Columbia Blue Jays here at the half. And, uh, you know, should have a good second half coming up here as the Blue Jays will uh, – get the opening kick to start right. the second half. So uh, they've got that little momentum. They've shown the ability, Greg, with uh, you know bringing that quarterback in, the backup quarterback, running out of a wildcat. And uh, you know he ran he ran the ball, I want to say, nine times. He ran nine times for 52 yards on that drive, and then they get down where they have a fourth and three, and they, yeah. take, him, they take him out of the ballgame. So, uh, yeah, that would shock me, that they took him out of the ballgame, because realistically, that's the only time they move the ball tonight. It is. It is, it is truly. And uh, you know, only 78 positive yards tonight for the Blue Jays in the first half, and uh, the backup quarterback running out of the Wildcat has picked 50 up 52. Right. That's 78. So, and I think the good thing is now Lewisburg knows they're going to get the ball. Uh, the left-handed quarterback McNellis hasn't really scared him much. Now, he throws a nice ball. Don't get me wrong. Exactly. Uh, We've shown the ability tonight, Greg, to get some pressure once they right. can go back to pass. Yeah, that that's the other thing. So, I I wouldn't be surprised. 
if the backup quarterback reefer is in there to start the second half. I, I would be shocked, but Lewisburg now has the ability to get ready for that, to be able to yep. talk to the team, say, exactly. hey, this is what's adjustment. going on. And, that, that and that's the thing. If I'm if I'm the Blue Jays, I'm coming out, you know, after seeing the success that they had on that drive with him in there, and, uh, you know, we didn't have an answer. So yep. come out and, uh, you know, really test it again, and if Lewisburg is able to stop it, okay, then we make adjustments. But, uh, but it, you know, it's the chess match. But uh, we knew yep. we were coming in tonight. It was going to be a good game. Both teams coming in with the records of 5-3 and three and uh, pretty evenly on paper. And, uh, you know, the first half, you know, the Green Dragons really showed uh, the dominance, especially on the defensive side with just the, uh, just the block punt there. I, I really thought, Justin, three touchdowns would win this game. However, both teams have been given essentially one touchdown. Yeah. You know, with uh, the muff punt by muff punt. Central Columbia and our, the block punt by... Lewisburg, uh, so I think now tw- first team to twenty eight wins is the way I'm looking at it right now, uh, <laughs> because I, I I don't think either offense Lewisburg has shown the ability to move the ball more so than Central Columbia has. But if Central Columbia goes to that offense with three for a quarterback, I think that's if I'm if I'm Lewisburg, that's who I'm looking to defend right now. And I haven't seen him throw no. to even know what he's like no, throwing he hasn't the football. even attempted one pass, no. and that was the thing. But, again, we'd load the box up there and leave it one-on-one. We've done a good job tonight. Coming in tonight, their leading receiver was the Bradley boy, the Zane yeah. Bradley. And we've really uh, – you know, we've double-teamed him. We've yeah. – uh, you know, we put either Ethan Dominic or Ethan Spalding on him and, and brought a safety over to help with uh, coverage. So they haven't even really looked his way at all because uh, they recognize we double coverage. And it left uh, it left uh, Eli Morrison open, and that's who yes. uh, they've been looking to quite often. Yep. And and the other thing, when it's a left-handed quarterback in there, if he gets chased, you know he's going left. Yep. He, he's running left. He hasn't run right once tonight. He's been running left, and his scrambling ability, he's a big kid. He's 6'4", about 180 pounds, but his running ability doesn't scare anybody, I don't think, no. what, what he can do running the football. Well, we've had a good good uh, opening half, and uh, before the game tonight, if you're just tuning in, we had a little bit of excitement uh, before the game. Uh, we had uh, senior game manager uh, Cordell Dean um, got an opening handoff, Greg, went in from 40 yards out before the game started as a, as a scrimmage, which was a really nice gesture on uh, both both teams. It really was, and, and that was the biggest hole I've seen all year, Justin. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a great scene here uh, early on as uh, Cordell goes in from 40 yards out. Um, you know, just a great story about Cordell and getting his opportunity here tonight and uh, being a part of so many programs. As we said, the team manager here, for the Green Dragons football team as well in the winter for the basketball team. And then in the spring, he helps out the uh, baseball team as well. So great night for Cordell Dean. Lewisburg is back on the field right now to get ready to start the second half, and they'll be doing some uh, limbering up, getting loose again. And uh, as we've said, Central Columbia will get the ball to start the second half. And, Justin, I think that's going to – the first series is going to be a key series for Green Dragons defensively. If they can stop them and get some decent field position and get that two-score lead again, I think that will be huge for Lewisburg. Yeah. Well, it's 14-7 here as the teams come out. We'll take a break, and we'll come back and start the second half. You're listening to Green Dragon Football on 100.9 The Valley. Hi, this is Bob Schoen, the general manager of Blaze Alexander Ford, Route 45 in Lewisburg. And for years, we've been saying it's worth the drive to Route 45. Well, what does that mean? It means you're going to get the lowest price guaranteed on any newer used vehicle in stock. Check out our inventory at blazealexanderford.com and compare it to the competition. It means we have a selection of over $12 million of inventory. So whatever it is that you're looking for, we typically have it on our lot. It means you're going to get service after the sale that's second 
and none. Plus, at Blaze Alexander Ford, you're always going to get the most for your trade-in. Don't make a $1,000 mistake. Make the drive to Route 45 in Lewisburg. There's no running the plays off the cuff when it comes to buying your flooring from Oberdorf's Carpet One. They have all the latest styles and flooring products, and even more importantly, you'll find the black shoe, no-nonsense player, straight-on approach to solving your flooring dilemmas. There's never a high-pressure, gotta-buy-the-deal of the day. Only sound advice and great plays to assist your flooring purchase. You're a member of the starting team at Oberdorf's Carpet One, just south of Lewisburg. Go Green Dragons! Mitzel Deal Insurance has been part of the Lewisburg community since 1933, and they are proud to support Green Dragon football. We all cheer when one of our players makes a great play or a big hit in the game, but a big hit to your house or car is no reason for a high five. Unexpected damages can really knock you down. You need great insurance and a superior local agent to help you get back on your feet again. There is no one better than Mitzel Deal Insurance. Let them develop a winning game plan for protecting you and your family. Contact them at MitzelDeal.com or InsureMePA.com. Your time is their number one priority. Here at Murray Motors Chevrolet, we are big enough to serve you, small enough to know your name. From sales, service, parts, and our body shop, Murray Motors Chevrolet brings you a bigger, better selection of cars, trucks, and SUVs, including the area's best certified pre-owned inventory. Our new inventory is expanding to an all-time high. We offer the only lifetime powertrain warranty and price match guarantee on all new Chevrolet models. Murray Motors Chevrolet, located a half mile south of Susquehanna Valley Mall, Seals Grove, or online at murraychevy.com. Powertrain warranty does not include commercial vehicles. For nearly 100 years, Purdy Insurance has been your locally owned, family operated source for insurance products. With a staff of over 20 and partnerships with some of the industry's most trusted companies, Purdy has the experience and resources to get the job done. Whether you need personal, home, and auto, or complex business insurance solutions, Purdy will help you navigate through the process. Call today at 570 286 5855. Or better yet, stop in their Sunbury office to see what Purdy Insurance can do for you. Saving money on your next vehicle is as easy as SMC. Sunbury Motor Company. Since 1915, SMC provides total commitment to complete customer satisfaction. Sunbury Motors sells and services new Fords, Lincolns, and Hyundais in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza Sunbury. And new Kias on the Golden Strip in Hummel's Wharf. No one beats Sunbury Motor Company's lowest price promise. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. SMC, a tradition of trust since 1915. We're back here at Bucknell's Christie Matthews Memorial Stadium where we're getting ready for the second half kickoff. Lewisburg leads the Central Columbia Blue Jays by a score of 14 to 7. Lewisburg will kick off to start the second half, so Central Columbia will get the ball. And again, I think it's imperative that the Green Dragons hold Central Columbia on this opening series, Justin, get some decent field position. And, and like I said, they've shown the ability to move the ball get some more points to the board and go from there and get a two-score lead again on Central Columbia. Yeah, I think you come out and get that momentum back, Greg. I think Central Columbia there, you know, with a, less than a minute to go in the, in the first half, they get that block punt and that score. Gives them a little, you know, bounce in their step to come back and feel that they're in the game, you know. Right. And they, and they truly are. 14-7, you know, with, you know, Lewisburg really dominated uh, from a defensive standpoint, limiting uh, Central to only 78 yards in that first half. But, you know, Central got, got some new life with that blocked punt and then were able to get, put the points on, obviously, as they scored with it. So, uh, you know, right now it's going to be huge for our defense to come out right now. And uh, if they can get a three and out, get the ball back to our offense, that would uh, be a great start, obviously, for the second half. Yeah, that would be that would be a great start. And the thing that set everything off is Logan Moore kicking into the yeah. end zone. 
and make Central Columbia go 80 yards. So we'll see what happens here. Uh, we're getting ready. The kickoff team's getting ready to go out on the field for the Green Dragons. Central Columbia is lining up over on the other sideline, listening to last-minute instructions from their coaches. And, again, that's been the best thing except for the block punt. Central Columbia hasn't had real good field position most of the night. Now Logan's just, you know, we've talked about it week in and week out, he's yeah. just a weapon, and you're not yeah. going to read about it in the box score. But uh, when you can start start off, you know, force him to go 80 yards, as you said, you know, it's just, a, it's just a weapon. Last time, though, we saw him just kick a high, you know, almost like a pooch kick, just right. real high and let our, our coverage team get down there. But So Reefer and Johnson are back deep for Central Columbia, standing about the five-yard line, Logan Moore. Has the ball on the right hash mark, the 40-yard line, getting ready to kick off to start this second half. Referee is getting ready to blow it ready, his whistle ready for play. And he does that just about now. Logan Moore getting ready to approach the ball. Has a high kick. Going to the goal line. Johnson's out to the 10, the 15, cuts to the left, and has hit and dropped about the 21-yard line. So a good job by the Green Dragon kickoff coverage team as they'll start on the 21-yard line, first and 10 for Central Columbia. And see what the defense can do here. Good, As you said, good job there by the kickoff coverage unit, getting downfield, staying in their lanes, and uh, sure to wrap up Johnson there. And uh, Looks like Garrett McNellis is coming in a quarterback, Justin. Wow. Johnson to his right, McNellis in the shotgun formation. Morrison and Smith to his right. Back to pass, looking to his right. Throws it out here to Morrison, who catches it at the 23. Jukes makes one guy miss, and Spalding brings him down to the 28. To pick up a seven on the play, makes it second down and three. Come right out and bring uh, the quarterback in, and I'm sure it's probably get him a little confidence here to start the second half, but he goes back and finds uh, Eli Morrison again, his uh, go-to receiver in the first half. And guess what? He's out now, and Reefer's in at quarterback. So Reefer comes in now. Shotgun formation, two receivers right, two receivers left. They've run out of this all night, and he takes it off the left side. He cuts back to his right, across the 30 to the 33, pick up a five on the play. So it's first and 10 for Central Columbia. Yeah, they go back to that Wildcat. And, uh, again, we know you know he's going to keep the ball. That's his 10th yep. carry of the night, and every, every time he's been in, he's been in for 10 plays, and 10 plays he's carried the ball. Reefer at quarterback, Johnson to his right. Shotgun formation, two receivers right, two receivers left. Reefer takes it off the right side this time. This time he's hitting the line of scrimmage and maybe gets to the 34. Pick up a yard to play. Better job defensively that time by Lewisburg. Yeah, made the adjustments, and I'm sure staff, our coaching staff at halftime, we're talking about that, breaking that down and making those adjustments. Brennan Baker's in it, nose guard for the Green Dragons right now. He's a sophomore. Uh, Brennan stands uh, 6'3", 320 pounds. Again, Reefer's at quarterback. Johnson to his right. Two receivers left, two receivers right. Wide side of the field is to the left. Reefer fakes it to Johnson. Back to pass. Looking down the field. He throws it deep down the middle of the field. Oh, almost picked off by Gavin Sheriff. But a good job by 
Xander Bradley to knock it out of his hands, makes it third down and nine. It was only a matter of time. He knew that they were going to call a pass play as we continued to load up in the box, but Reefer just took too much time there, and uh, we had real tight coverage downfield. We were able to drop back our backers back. They read run initially and drop back in the pass coverage, and then they'll take Reefer out, and they're bringing McNellis back in here. But good job there by Gavin Sheriff to knock that away. Knocked that away, almost intercepting. As you said, Bradley playing a, a defensive back there himself. Third down and nine. McNellis in the quarterback. Back to pass, looking to his right. Throws it out here. It's picked, caught by Eli Morrison. Close to a first down. See where he spots it. It's right at the 43. They're going to measure. I guess they're not going to measure. It looks like it's a first down over Although if they would bring the chains in right now, it would be short of a first down because they have the ball marked at the 43, and he had to go just past the 43 for a first down. So first and 10 for Central Columbia at the Green Dragons, 43. I'm at the Central Columbia 43-yard line. McNellis back in at quarterback. 19 seconds to go on the play clock as he goes into the huddle to call the play. Wide side of the field to left. They have three receivers out to left. One receiver to the right is Zach Smith. Shotgun formation. Gives the ball to Johnson off the left side. He's hit at the line of scrimmage and fights his way forward to about the 45. Pick up a two in the play. Makes it second down and eight for Central Columbia. Yeah, just no running lane there for Johnson at all. Good job by the backers to fill, the, fill those gaps and uh, shut them down there. Gets the short gain. So it's second down and eight. Ball is on the 45-yard line. McNellis comes into the huddle. Late getting into the huddle with the play here. There. Yep. They break the huddle with nine seconds to go on the play clock. Shotgun formation. A little yeah. confused here. They might have to call a timeout. There's not much time left in the play clock. And uh, they do have to call a timeout, Justin. So that could bite them later on in the ball game because yeah. that's... A timeout they didn't have to use. Yeah, they uh, just come out real late with the play call, and uh, until they broke the huddle, it was down to about nine seconds, and then they uh, had some miscommunication. They had a receiver lined up on the right side, which they truly wanted on the left side, and uh, Central Columbia uses their first timeout to start the uh, second half here, and uh, going to break the action. We'll take some more uh, looks here at the Blaze Alexander Ford out time scoreboard in the third. It's Shemokin 14, Shigalami 7, Seals Grove 7, Danville 6. It's Loyal Sock 23, Warrior Run 14. It's Lion Mountain 10, Tri-Valley 7. Mifflinburg has taken a 14-7 lead over Central Mountain. It's Mount Carmel 27, Bloomsburg 0. And our Blaze Alexander Ford tough game of the week. It's Southern Columbia 35, Montoursville 0. It start the third quarter. That game is in uh, Mercy Roll. And again, that's your Blaze Alexander Ford out-of-town scoreboard here in the third quarter. McNellis in the shotgun, Johnson to his right. Back to pass, looking to his left, throws out quick in the flat to Xander Bradley. He catches it at the 45, turns upfield, and dropped about the 44-yard line to pick up a four in the play. Makes it third down and four from the 49-yard line. It's Bradley's first catch of the night coming in as their leading receiver. Uh, he's a primary target typically, but we've had real good coverage there. Uh, Cam, Cam Michaels did a real good job there of you know forcing him to go cut back outside and uh, used the sideline there and uh, took him out of bounds just for a short gain of four yards. Looks like they're going to a different formation here with McNellis coming into the game. I, again, I'm I'm surprised Reefer's not in at quarterback. 
This time, three receivers left. Shotgun formation. Back to pass. Looking out to his. Going to throw a screen pass out there. Wide open. He drops the ball. Wow. He had room to run. That's the fullback, Dylan Devlin. He had just about the whole sideline to run down, Justin. There was no Green Dragon there at all. That was a good play call there by the Blue Jays. And uh, fortunately for the Green Dragons, the ball was a little short and dropped. And it looks like they're bringing Reefer back in here, Greg. Well, it's fourth down the punt. Uh, Yep, fourth down and and they're going to call they say five in the scoreboard, but it's really fourth and four from the 49. They have to watch the ball. They don't yep. want to jump off sides right and watch right the now. fake. Exactly. Prime position to run a fake here. Reefer is the up back. High snap. He's kicking out here to the right. It's a high spiral coming down. Good fair catch there by Logan Callison at the 21-yard line. So the Green Dragon defense does their job, Justin. Gets the ball back at their own 21 with 7.52 to go in the third quarter. Lewisburg leads 14-7. to See what the offense can do here. You know, coming out with our first offensive possession in the second half. First and 10 for the Green Dragons. Break the huddle. Shotgun formation. Cam Michaels wing left. Gavin Sheriff wing right. Dominic has the ball off the left side. A high snap that time caused some issues and uh, loses a yard on the play back to the 20. Yeah, just n- never got started on the right foot there. High snap, and Shaleski was able to haul it in, but just screws up the timing altogether, and uh, Dominic just hits hit in the backfield for a loss of one. Sets up a second 11 as uh, the Green Dragons have the ball on their own uh, 20-yard line here. Second down, 11. Same formation, wing right, wing left, shotgun for the Green Dragons. In motion to Sheriff. They fake it to Sheriff. Back to pass. Looking downfield to Ordonez. He's wide open. Not wide open, but he throws it out there and just about picked off. A little too much time there, or taking too long to throw the ball there by Shedleski. Yeah, release the tight end there, Ordonez, and he ran about a 10-yard out. And... Uh, just good coverage downfield by the Blue Jays and uh, Nick trying to make something happen there. And uh, a lot of time just rolls out to his uh, right there and uh, tries to force one downfield there. The Ordonez goes incomplete, sets up a uh, third and 11, 7-11 to go here in the third quarter. Green Dragons lead by a score of 14-7. Green Dragons in the huddle right now. 17 seconds to go on the play clock as they break the huddle. Again, shotgun formation. Dominic to the right of the quarterback. Wing, right and left. Motion cam Michaels. Pitch out to Michaels. He catches out the 15. He's out to the 20, 25. And that is where he's going to be thrown out of bounds after a pickup of five on the play. So that's going to make a third down and five, a fourth down and five from the 25-yard line. So the Green Dragons are going to have to punt from deep in their own territory. Yeah, good job by the Blue Jays there, stringing that play out and using the sideline there. We saw that earlier with uh, Michaels and uh, Shedleski. Shedleski actually kept it last time, pick up a first down. This time he pitches to Michaels off the right side and just not able to get to the sticks and forced out of bounds. This time Shedleski takes a snap and gets a punt off. It's going to hit at the 40. Takes a sideways bounce and down about the 40-yard line by the Green Dragons. So it will be first and 10 for Central Columbia on their own 40-yard line. They picked up about 19 yards there on change of possession, Justin. 6.28 to go in the third quarter. Green Dragons lead 14-7, but Central Columbia has excellent field position. Defense is going to have to dial it back up. Now you're seeing Nick Shaleski coming in, playing a little defense here in the second half. 
First and 10 central. Balls in the left hash mark. McNellis, the quarterback. Two receivers left, two receivers right. Tight end to the right. Back to pass is McNellis. Looking to his left, throws deep down the field and wide open receiver. Catches the ball at the 30 and is tackled at the 23 of the Green Dragons. But there's a flag on the play. We'll see what happens here. That was Jacob Reefer who catches that pass, but looks like it's coming back. See what the uh, the officials are talking it over. Legal. Uh, illegal, ineligible receiver downfield. They must have had the tight end covered because he released down because he released downfield, Justin. So that's a fi- costly five yard penalty. That was a thirty seven yard gain that's wiped off the books. So now it's first down and 15 from their 30, Central Columbia's 35-yard line. It's 8-6-19 to go in the third quarter. Again, 14-7 lead by the Green Dragons. Again, again, Reefer, you know, involved in the action there, Greg. He was the yeah. receiver downfield there making that play, and now he comes back out here on the, on the near side. He's in the slot. Smith is wide right. Sander Bradley's in the slot left. McNellis back to pass, looking for his right. Has plenty of time, now rolling to his left. Throws the ball downfield to Reefer. It catches at the 50. He's at the 45, down the sideline. And he's going to run into the end? No, he's not. He cuts back. For some reason, he cut back instead of running down the sideline. He's tackled at the 9-yard line. So first down and goal to go on the 9-yard line. I thought he had a clear path to the end zone. He cuts back, and he's tackled at the nine-yard line. So first and goal from the nine. Yeah, just blown coverage downfield. We had no pressure. We only rushed three, and uh, McNellis had all the time in the world because actually, as you said, uh, you know, as they came out on the set, Reefer was lined up in the slot on the right side, and he caught the ball on the left side. Inside the numbers and just took off, made a mistake by cutting back in, but uh, fortunate for the Green Dragons, able to tackle him at the nine. Shotgun formation, Johnson to the right of the quarterback. Has motion, and everybody Bradley coming across to give it to Bradley in a jet sweep, and he's hit in the backfield and dropped right about the line of scrimmage, so it'll be second and goal from the nine. And I think that's just something. They want to get that guy involved in the offense because he's a playmaker too, Justin. They just haven't been able to get him the ball. Yeah, that's the way to get him involved, run those jet sweeps. Fortunately for the Green Dragons, they stepped up there and uh, recognized that he was, as he came in motion, that he was going to get the ball and drop him for just a one-yard uh, gain. Sets up a second and nine. Second down and goal from the nine. Ball's pretty much in the middle of the field. Central Columbia's running a two tight end power eye formation. Johnson, the eye back. Turns, give the ball to Johnson on a toss to the left. He cuts inside. He's at the five. Fights his way forward to about the three, the two-yard line. So it's third and goal from the two. And right now, Reefer would be my quarterback, Justin. I agree with you. I, I mean, the kid has shown the ability to make some plays. Yeah. You know, he's uh, he's Central Columbia's uh, playmaker. Third and goal from the two. McNellis is the quarterback. They're going to the power eye set again. McNellis under center, power eye left this time. And Lewisburg jumps offside. I don't know. It looks like maybe it was Ocean. against Central. The left guard moved. Yep. 
So that pushes it back to the seven-yard line. Huge, huge play there. They've had two big penalties in this series, Justin, and now they've overcome the one. Can they overcome the second one? Yeah, back them up five yards, and looks like uh, Reefer's coming into the game here, Greg. Yeah, but McNellis is quartering. They're gonna they go to their going to their four wide receiver set, I believe, instead of the power eye. And they do have four wide receivers in, two right, two left. And Johnson's to the right of the quarterback. Shotgun formation. Back to pass, looking to his left. Under pressure, he throws it into the end of the corner, and it's caught for a touchdown. I think that is Xander Bradley. Bradley. Yep, touchdown for Central Columbia. It's a 14-13 ball game. Just a corner fade, and uh, McNellis throws it out to Bradley. He goes up, brings it in. And the cut to the Green Dragons lead the 14-13 here with 3.49 to go in the third quarter. Central Columbia trying to tie it up with a PAT attempt on its way here. Mason Yordy in the try of the extra point. The holder is Zachary Smith. Good snap. It's down, it's up, and it's good. So we have a tie ball game here with 3.49 to go. In the third quarter, and now Justin Lewisburg has to get some offense going. Yeah, it's, it, this is a huge drive right now. You know, we really haven't seen the momentum on our side, Greg, right. since the, that one minute left to go in the in the second quarter with that blocked punt. And uh, you know, we've been hanging our heads and uh, not able to make things happen. We got to find a way right now, right, right here, right now, make a play because uh, Central Columbia has the has all that momentum. Well, on they their do side. have momentum on their side right now. As Mason Yordy's getting ready to kick off. And now he hasn't kicked the ball real deep, but Central Columbia has had excellent coverage and has kept Lewisburg from getting out to the 25-yard line on uh, his previous kickoffs. Dominic and Sheriff back deep for the Green Dragons. They stand in a tandem at the 10-yard line. Yordy's getting ready to approach the ball. Approaches the ball. Nicer kick this time. Dominic lets a hit at 11. He picks up the 10. He's at the 15, the 20. Cuts it inside to the 25. And he's out to the 29-yard line. Nice return there by Ethan Dominic. Puts the ball at the 29-yard line. First and 10 for the Green Dragons. Looks like well, there's no. a flag, flag, flag on the far sideline. Way away from the play. It looks, I think it's going to be holding against the Green Dragons. Yeah, on the return. So spot of the. Fa- That'll push it back to the 20. Well, if it's from the spot of the foul to the 20, yeah. But if they take it from where he was tackled back to the 19, so we'll see what they do. Okay, he's walking it off. Well, they're actually calling a face mask on the return. On, so the re- on Lewisburg. Yep, so it's going to be a 15-yarder. 15 15-yard, 15 back to the 14-yard line. Wow, that's a huge penalty. So now it's shotgun formation. Dominic to the left of the quarterback. Ordonio's is tight end left, Spalding wing left. Give the ball to Dominic off the left side. the 15, the 20. The 25, and he falls forward to the 26-yard line. A pickup of 12 in the play out to the 26 gives him a first down. Lewisburg's first first down of the second half. Yeah, good hard run there by Ethan Dominic, and we needed that, Greg, to really get the ball out here and start to get something positive going, especially on first down. 
So it's now on the 26-yard line, 3.20 to go in the third quarter in a tie ball game, 14-14. Dominic to the left of the quarterback. Three receivers to the right, Spalding, tight end, uh, split left. Now he goes into a wing. Ordonia is now tight end left. Same play up the middle of Spalding. He falls forward to the 29-yard line, pick up a three in the play. Makes it second down and seven for Lewisburg. Yeah, as you said, just uh, same play, same set, but this time instead of going left, they go right with Ethan Dominic. Bulls ahead, picks up three. Sets up a second and seven right now. Ordonia's tight end left. Spalding wing left. Two receivers split out wide to the right. Simeon Byler and Garrett Sheriff give the ball to Dominic off the left side. He's out across the 35. He breaks one tackle and he falls forward to the 44-yard line. Pick up a 15 on the play and another first down for the Green Dragons. Graydon Feldman pulled there, Greg, and he laid somebody out. Gave that opening right now for uh, Dominic to get out there and get that nice gain there. Dominic was one, uh, one he, man away from taking that to the house. He was. He was one person away. Green Dragons in the same formation. This time it's uh, Shalesky off the left side, and he gets hit at the line of scrimmage and maybe falls forward for two yards, makes it second down and eight for Lewisburg at their own 46-yard line with two minutes to go here in the third quarter in a 14-14 ball game. Yeah, good drive here by the Green Dragons. Pounding the ball right now. You know, hopefully uh, we can lull the Blue Jays to sleep here and uh, get something vertical downfield. Two receivers to the right. Shotgun formation. Spalding in motion across the formation. Gives the ball to Dominic off the left side. This time it's bottled up, but he falls forward to the 42-yard line. Pick up of one on the play. Makes it third down and seven for the Green Dragons. Yeah, and just not much uh, running room there for Dominic. Coming off the left side again. Big third down here for the Green Dragons. Cam Michaels into the game for the Green Dragons. Simeon Byler comes out. Third down and seven. 105 to go in the third quarter. 14-14 ball game. This time Michaels is wing on the left side. In motion. Fakes a jet sweep to Michaels. Looking down the field. He throws a deep pass down the field and pushed down. We got to have pass and we had pass interference Thank on. You. Looks like it should be on Central Columbia as Ethan Spalding was about to break into the clear. He was knocked down. It looks like Ethan might have some cramps. See what's going on here. Coming back to make the play uh, the call. See what they're going to call. Pass interference against Central Columbia, so that will be a first down for the Green Dragons. That'll put the ball at about the 41, um, I'm sorry, the 38 of Central Columbia. A huge penalty there by the Blue Jays. First down for the Green Dragons on the Blue Jays' 38-yard line with 48 seconds now to go in the third quarter. This time it's wing right and wing left for Lewisburg. Dominic to the left of the quarterback. In motion is Sheriff. Give the ball to Dominic off the right side. He fights his way forward for a gain of maybe a yard to the 37. Make it second down and nine. 
for Lewisburg with 35 seconds down to go. And we'll be interested to see if they call a play or let it run down to the fourth quarter, Justin. But they break the huddle early, so it looks like they're going for something. Again, it's the wing formation. Give the ball to Sheriff on the left side. He cuts it inside. He's hit and dropped at the 35 after a pickup of two in the play. So now it will make it third down and seven from the 35. Balls in the left hash mark. Eight seconds to go in the third quarter. The clock's running. It looks like that will be the last play of the third quarter. And that is the end of the third quarter with the the Green Dragons and Central Columbia Blue Jays tied at 14. This is Lewisburg Green Dragon football on 100.9 The Valley. Hi, I'm Tracy Subsick. And I'm John Subsick, owners of Carpet Man and Milton. After battling breast cancer a few years ago and making a full recovery, our family wanted to help other women fighting the same fight. So this October, our family business again will donate a portion of each sale to the Thyra M. Humphreys Center for Breast Health. They'll cover the cost of mammograms for those who can't afford them. Your visit to Carpet Man in Milton this October will make a difference. We hope to see you in our family store soon. Thanks for your support. Mark and Troy here from Zimmerman Motors. It's Ram Power Days, and we're celebrating with huge discounts to get you in the new Ram you deserve. We have a fantastic selection of Rams, all discounted for the special event. And if you own another brand, we can save you up to $10,000 on a new Bighorn model. Ram Power Day discounts all month long. 2019 Ram Quad Cab 4x4 starting at $32,500. 0% financing. It's time to buy that new truck. So come in and see why people have been coming from all over the region to Zimmerman's Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Sunbury. Yeah, seriously. We're back here at Bucknell's Christy Matthews Memorial Stadium where the Green Dragons and Central Columbia are locked in a 14-14 tie. And we're just starting the fourth quarter with the Green Dragons on the Central Columbia 35-yard line, third and seven. Wide side of the field is to the right. Simeon Byler and Gavin Sheriff coming to the right. Tight end Ordonez is also on the right. Now he's moving to the left side. Spalding his wing left. Shot confirmation. Give the ball to Dominic off the left side. He fights his way forward to about the 32-yard line. A pickup of three. It's going to bring up fourth and four. And this is, could be the backbreaker play of the game, Justin. Yep, definitely fourth down. You asked me uh, during the break what I thought you know, would they go for it on fourth down. And with that, that last call, they're on third down, definitely. Obviously, they're going to go for it here on fourth down. Ball spotted at the, uh, looks like they spotted at the 32, so it's uh, fourth and four. They need to get to the 28-yard line for the first down. Break the huddle. Simeon Byler comes out here wide right along with Gavin Sheriff. Ordonez tight end left. Spalding is the wide receiver left. Throws it out. He's back to throw. He throws a pass over the middle and caught at the 25-yard line by Ethan Spalding. Pick up a seven on the play and a first down. Just a little curl pattern there, Spalding. Again, these seniors, Greg, it's it's senior night, and I'll tell you That's what, right. these kids have really stepped up. Not many on the team this year as far as seniors, but uh, Ethan Spalding stepping up there, knew where he needed to get with his sticks, just laid down on a curl there, gets the seven yards and the first down, and keeps this drive alive for the Green Dragons. Balls on the 25, first and 10. This time Spalding and Ordonez are to the right. Dominic to the right of the quarterback. Sheriff in motion. Give the ball to Sheriff on the jet sweep. He cuts outside. He's at the 25 and brought down the 20. Pickup of about five on the play. 
So that will make it second down and five. The ball's on the 20-yard line of Central Columbia. Good gain there on first down. Brought Sheriff in motion this time on that jet sweep. He got off to the right side there, and and, uh, somebody, I couldn't catch the number, Greg, but really set that edge for him to get out there and pick up five on first down. Second and five. Ball's now on the right hash mark. Sheriff and Byler coming to the right. Ordonez tight end left. There's Spalding also. Spalding coming across the motion, and this time hitting the backfield is Ethan Dominic, and he's going to lose two yards back to the 22-yard line. So that makes it at third and seven again. Looks like an, Looks official like an official's timeout. timeout. Equipment, he's going to call somebody for pads not being. Well, and he's going to make somebody come out, and that's Spalding, unfortunately. He's making him come out of the game for a play here. Yeah, he's making him come out for the play. And going in is Dante Sims and Jack Landis. Now also Owen Ardonez is coming out. So it's now third down and seven from the 22-yard line. 9.45 to go in the ball game. 14-14 tie between Lewisburg and Central Columbia. Jack Landis in the slot to the left. Dante Sims. Right, uh, left also, and so is Gavin Sheriff. Back to pass. Looking now, he's being pressured. He's got a chance to throw it into the end zone. Wide open. Touchdown, Green Dragons, Jack Landis. A great job by Nick Chileski to avoid the rush. 22-yard touchdown pass by Nick Chileski to Jack Landis. Landis just wide open in the end zone, just waiting for the play to develop. And Chileski... What a job there. Had so much pressure in his face, cut back to the right when he stepped up in the pocket. Another man in his face. He took a hit as he's releasing the ball downfield to a wide-open Jack Landis in the end zone for the 22-yard touchdown. And the Green Dragons, just like that, retake the lead 20-14 to with a PAT attempt on its way. Logan Moore getting ready to kick the extra point. A good snap. The kick's down. It's up. And it's good. So the Green Dragons have that 21-14 lead with 9.25 to go in the ballgame. And with that pass... Uh, Justin, Nick Chileski goes over 5,000 career yards in passing, and it's his 40th touchdown pass, which also tries the Lewisburg Green Dragon record for touchdown passes in a career. He's had a, he's had a great career, and he's going to continue to build on that. Let's hope some more tonight, next week, and a good run in the playoffs here, That's Greg. right, Justin. So the Green Dragons now lead 21-14 on a really good drive with a fourth down play. They converted for a first down on a pass and also a long third down and seven play. And, and that time, Chileski essentially avoided two rushers, yeah. stepped up, and as soon as he threw that ball, he was leveled. That could be our Schmokin Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. Schmokin Dam Health Center, Workplace Injury Institute, offering medical care, chiropractor care, rehabilitation, and more. Call 570-743-4333 for an appointment. So Logan Moore is getting set to kick off from the right hash mark. And, again, this is huge to keep Central Columbia bottled up deep in their own territory. But the thing now is they have shown the ability to run, uh, throw the football with Garrett Gunnels. They made some changes at halftime, and they're getting some receivers open. Logan Moore getting ready to kick off. Deep for the Blue Jays is Troy Johnson and Jacob Reefer. Logan Moore approaches the ball, kicks a high kick. That's going to go well into the end zone and out of the end zone. So the Blue Jays will take over on their own 20. 
First and 10, 9.25 to go in the ball game, and they're trailing 21 to 14. And you can see just the sidelines right now fired back up for the Lewisburg yep. Green Dragons. They got that momentum back on their side there with that uh, touchdown pass from Nick Shaleski to Jack Landis, 22 yards, and retake the lead, 21-14, 9.25 to go here in the fourth quarter. So it looks like McNellis is coming in at quarterback. Wide receiver Zach Smith going out to the right, along with Logan Gillespie coming to the left. It's Eli Morrison, and now Xander Bradley switches to the right side. Shotgun formation for McNellis. Back to pass, looking to his left. Throws deep down the field. Wide open is just overthrows him. Jacob Reefer was breaking clear into the secondary. That would have been an 80-yard touchdown pass. Yeah, he had about five steps on the defensive back there, and uh, just overthrown, fortunately, for the Green Dragons defense. And they haven't been able to get pressure the entire second half, Justin. Now, first half, we did a great job up front yep. getting some pressure, and maybe we'll start to recognize that and bring a little bit more and, and rotate some guys in. Reefer and Morrison coming to the left. Shotgun for Nate, formation for McNellis. Johnson to his right, back to pass, looking to his right this time. He's under pressure this time, and down he goes. And you called it, Greg. Not getting the pressure, and the Green Dragons brought some blitzers at the linebacker position, and it looks like that was up front. Initial contact was by uh, Hagen Persson, and coming in to wrap him up was uh, Graydon Fellman and uh, Josh Ghost in the action as well. So get the sack there for the Green Dragons defense. Third down and 20, now under nine minutes to go in the ballgame. A big third down play here for the Green Dragon defense. And I think, again, pressure is key because he's standing in the pocket, and if he has to roll out, he has not real effective throwing the ball. Getting just three down linemen. Two receivers left, two receivers right. Johnson to the right of the quarterback. Spalding coming on a blitz. Goes up the middle, and he's sacked again inside the five-yard line by the Green Dragons. That looks like Owen Ordonez, and is that Ethan Spalding and Hagen Persson? Or is that Graydon Feldman? Feldman. Graydon Feldman's kind of met at the quarterback. Ball's on the five-yard line. Fourth down now and 25 to go. 8-13 to go in the ball game, and the Green Dragons should get excellent field position here, Justin. Defensive coordinator dialed up two blitzes there. Initially, you know, three down linemen brought the backers in. They got the pressure to the quarterback, and good job by the secondary downfield now allowing him to throw it. High snap, he's and he's out in the end zone. No, he, come on. You got to call Oh, and he's throwing a flag on the play. That's horrible. Horrible, horrible, horrible. He stepped he on stepped the end line. He should be out of bounds. And he's going to call roughing the punter. That was, uh, wow. That's, it may be running into the punter. But that was definitely not roughing the punter. It's fourth and 25, so. Running into the punter against the Green Dragons. It's not a personal foul. And the bad thing there, Justin, was the ball went out at the 17-yard line. Yeah, he totally shanked it, but he was stepped out of bounds when he took the snap. He was, and, he was back out of the back of the end zone, Greg. And the referee was looking at it, Justin. That's, that's the amazing thing. He was standing right there looking at it. This is only a five-yard penalty. So they'll re-kick they'll they'll re it, it, but it will, the line of scrimmage will now be the 10 instead of the 5, and it'll be fourth and 20. And I'm sure Central Columbia is going to re-kick it. it after he shanked yeah. it like that. Oh, my goodness. That was right in front of the official. Right in front of him. Yeah, that's uh, – I uh, can't wait to go home and see that one on instant replay. So now the ball is placed at the 10-yard line. 
Now in the punt is Mason Yorty. Now the only thing here is he's a little shorter than their regular punter. And he's standing really deep in the end zone, Justin. He's back about 16 yards. Good snap this time. No rush by the Green Dragons. Kicks out. It's going to hit and bounce at about the 43 and go dead about the Green, uh, the Central Columbia 48-yard line. So that's a 31-yard change of possession, Justin, which was a huge call by the official because, number one, it would have been a safety. It would put us up by two scores with 7.36 to go in the ballgame. And number two, we would have had the ball again. Yeah. They would have had a kickoff to yeah. us. I, I just I, I don't understand how, how So it's first and it. green dragon first of ten green dragons on their own forty eight yard line with seven thirty six to go in the ball game. Chileski has the green dragons in the huddle, they break the huddle. Coming wide to the right is Spalding. Three receivers to left. Spalding's gotta get up in the line of screwing. He now moves to the wing formation or Donia's tight end right. Dominic gets the ball. He's off the left side. He's across the 45, the 40, and falls. Ball, fumble. Ball's out. I thought he was down. But they call it central ball on their own 36. It looked like his knee was down, but we don't have instant replay in high school. Picked up 11 on the on it and then uh, yep. loses possession. Yep. And uh, Blue Jays get the momentum right back on their side on the Ethan Dominic fumble. So the Blue Jays will get the ball on their own 36-yard line here. 7.26 to go in the ballgame. Green Dragons 21, Blue Jays 14. Now that missed call really becomes huge, Justin. Ball's on the 36-yard line. Eye formation this time. McNellis under center. Back to pass. Looking down, throws a screen pass. Ethan Spalding blows up. That's a fumble. Ball's down. And now they're calling an incomplete pass. So it makes it second down and 10. Spalding sh- shaking up on the play there. Well, he's I don't down. know what it is. Yeah, he's he's holding his head. Looks like it's, it might be a hip. Don't want to speculate, but he's down right now. He's moving both legs. You know, when he, uh, the, the pass play that he went down the seam for that they called pass interference, he right. went down with a cramp. Yeah. And then uh, the last possession when uh, the quarterback for central overthrew the receiver he was the man in coverage and uh he went down the stretch a little bit again so i'm just wondering if he's cramping up here but he's I sitting hope it's up a cramp he's sitting, sitting up yeah and he's getting up and walking off that's a good play. job yeah he's running off running so off the field sign. that's a great sign for ethan spotting in for lewisburg so it's now second down and 10 from the 36 yard line and that was a nick Ventuck play there too because it looked like the kid turned up field justin running he, the ball he, he made a he had possession and made a, a move. So it'll be second down and ten for the Green Dra- uh, for Central Columbia. Seven twenty to go in the ball game. And good pressure again, even on a screen pass. The Green Dragons had good pressure. They're gonna call a timeout. The Green Dragons, I think, gonna use their first timeout here in the second half. So we'll be left with two. And that might be to give Ethan some rest to get him back in the ball game, because it, with a timeout he could come back in the ball game. Uh, looks like Owen Ordonia is cramping up as well. Yep, so he is. Giving these guys a breather. But uh, let's take a look at the Blaze Alexander Ford out-of-town scoreboard as uh, we've got some scores coming in here in the fourth quarter. It's Shemokin 20, Shikolami 7. It's Steelings Grove 13, Danville 9. It's Loyal Sock 23, Weir Run 21. 
It's Montgomery 16, Kawasaki Valley 6. We've got Mifflinburg leading by a score of 21-20 in the fourth quarter over Central Mountain. It's Mount Carmel 41, Bloomsburg 7. And our Blaze Alexander four tough game of the week. It's over. Southern Columbia 35, Montoursville 0. Jersey Shore 15, Baltimore area 0. And again, that's your Blaze Alexander Ford out-of-town scoreboard here in the fourth quarter. And don't forget, after tonight's game, we'll have... Uh, you can tune into Eagle 107 for the Summary Motors game night for scores and highlights across the valley. Again, tune in to Eagle 107 on 107.3 FM for the Summary Motors game night, and that's every Friday night. So it's second down and 10 now for uh, Central Columbia. No one's on the wide receiver as the Green Dragons jump off sides that time. So now we're making second down and five from the 41-yard line. Second down and five. <laughs> I love Ethan Spalding here on the sideline because he's asking a question if he can go back in now because they said one play. Yeah, but if it's timeout, he can go in. That's what Coach Persing was asking the yeah. official on the sideline. Just put it, the one finger up. So, Shotgun uh, under center. It's a pitch to Johnson around the left side. He cuts inside. Owen Ordonez comes up and makes a tackle after a gain of about two in the play. Out to the 43. Makes it third down and three from the 43. Here comes Spalding back in the game. Spalding's back in the ball game. Good play, though, by the Green Dragon defense. This is a big third down play. And, not, you know, this is getting to the point where maybe Central goes. This is four, four down, down territory. I formation. McNellis under center. Give the ball to Johnson around the right side. He cuts upside. He has the first down. He cut, breaks another tackle. He breaks outside. And he's wrestled down about the 43 of Lewisburg. First and 10 for Central Columbia in Lewisburg territory now on the 43-yard line. Yeah, good gain there. It was just a toss to the right side. And uh, he made a nice cut back there, broke some tackles. And uh, finally Gavin Sheriff brings him down. But it was a big gain. He's got a first down for the Blue Jays. First and 10 again, I formation. Xander Bradley out here wide left. This is a guy I think it's going to soon be play action. They give it to Johnson up the middle this time. He bulls his way forward for a gain of five to the 38-yard line. Simple isolation play there. Picks up five yards. Yeah, it looks Green Dragons defense right now a little tired. Guys are trying to stretch out, cramping up. and you know It's one of those nights where obviously it's it's cool, Greg. I it just is, don't it know. Is. We don't have enough uh, you know fluid intake leading up to the game or what, but uh, we're cramping up. Second down, now and five from the 38. I formation. This time it's to Johnson around the left side. Cuts inside. He's across the 30, and he has a clear path to the end zone. He's at the 15, and boy, Gavin Sheriff fought. I'm sorry, that's Cam Michaels fought off a block and made a heck of a play there to tackle him at the 13-yard line. Another huge gain there, just yep. uh, breaking tackles is Johnson. But, again, it's, uh, it's a Green Dragon defense that's just wore out right now. They're, they were tired. Yes, they are, Justin. Like I said, what a great play by Cam Michaels because he had a clear path to the end zone. He fought off a block and dove for his legs and made the tackle. 5.23 to go in the ball game. First and 10 for Central on the Green Dragons' 13-yard line. Morrison, wide receiver to the right. Bradley, wide receiver to the left. Eye formation in the backfield. Give the ball to the fullback up the middle. Devlin, he returns, keeps his legs going to about the eight-yard line. Second down from the eight-yard line. Pick up a five on just a 
simple fullback dive there. Yeah, and again, it's just uh, that we're we're out right now, Greg. Defensively, we are we're out. We're on our heels right now. We're not we're not tackling. Uh, these guys are just making initial contact, and uh, they're breaking tackles. Well, and we're hitting high. We're yeah, not hitting low, low, so they keep their legs driving and gain yards. So breaking the huddle is Central Columbia again in that eye formation. Devlin's a fullback, new running back this time. They give the ball to that new running back around the right side, and he's hit and dropped for a loss that time by uh, Gavin, not Gavin, Graydon Feldman. Lost at one in the play. The running back that time is Dylan Gregory. I'm sorry, no, it's not. It's Austin Rainier. So now it's third down and six from the nine-yard line. Johnson's back in the ball game now. 17 seconds on the play clock. Four minutes to go in the ball game. Lewisburg leads 21-14. Wide receiver right is Morrison. Wide receiver left is Bradley. I formation. Looks like somebody moved on Central Columbia's line. Got to back him up five. It's five-yard penalty back to the 14-yard line. So makes it third and 11. 3.53 on the clock. Clock is running. Central Columbia, we don't know if they're going with the wide receiver set or the I formation. Looks like they're going to stay with the I formation. Bradley to the right. I formation, tight end left. Morrison, the wide receiver, back to pass. Look at Joseph, another flag on the play. Motion against Central Columbia, pushes it back to the 19. There's a pass play, and the receiver, Bradley, just uh, jumped too early. Going to back him up another five. So now it's back to the 19-yard line. Makes it third down, and they have to go to the three for a first down, so it's third and 16. These false starts on the Blue Jays giving you know, the Green Dragons defense a little breathing yep. here, Greg. And now they're going to their four wide receiver set as they get out of the I formation, so it'll be shotgun formation. It'll be interesting to see if Lewisburg comes with pressure, Justin. No, t- no play is been run here justin and we run a minute off the clock play clock's down to three back to pass looking to his left throws it deep into the end zone turn around right. and it's no he drops it in the end zone good coverage there by logan callison but if he turns around he could have an interception justin yeah didn't didn't look back at all for the ball there and uh, if he does just a few seconds earlier he's going to pick that off sets up a huge fourth down here fourth and 15 right now 2.59 to go in the game. The Green Dragons holding on to a 21-14 lead. Who's coming out for the Green Dragons? Okay, coming out is their big defensive lineman, Brennan Baker. Green Dragons look like they're only going to rush three this time and play coverage. Two receivers left, two receivers right. Shotgun formation. Got single on the, on the other side. And there's a timeout by Central Columbia, and that's a huge timeout because they're only down to one, Justin. If we can stop them here, it's going to, you know, and one first down, we could almost run out the clock. Yeah, they had uh, came out with a receiver package, and they had single coverage. And the thing is, I think what the coach saw was Bradley was uh, in the slot this time. It's the first time we saw him in the slot tonight on the right side, and he was single covered, Greg. We had no help at all. So. I don't know if Central Columbia coach uh, thought, hey, he liked that matchup, and, you know, if they come out with the same set, you know, look, yeah. look to dial his number up. 
So it's fourth down and 15, 16. Ball's on the 19. They need to go to the three for a first down, and this could be our backbreaker play of the game, could Justin. Could be here. The Green Dragon defense can step up here. One play. No to keep to keep everything in front of them here. And, and I don't know, Justin. I understand coverage, but, boy, we've really been able to get pressure on them when we send four or five guys. And yep. I, Bring those backers coming yep. in. Down line, so we're going to have three we down. We have linemen. Bradley is in the slot to the right. Same set. Now we're, yep, same we're set. Over. Shotgun formation. Sheriff has to drop deeper. Spalding's coming on a blitz. He's coming off the edge. He's double teamed. There's a penalty on the play. It's thrown into the end zone, and it's intercepted. Going down the sideline. Uh, looks like Cam Gavin Sheriff. Or is that Cam Michaels? Cam Michaels on the sideline there, and I think they're going to have uh, there's a flag. I think they're going to call uh, illegal receiver downfield. That's a penalty against Central. We'll decline that. We should decline it, and we'll have the ball first and ten. So first and ten for the Green Dragons. Nice play there by Michaels. Yep, Cam the, Michaels on the interception. Is the, that his first of the year, I believe? First, isn't it? first of the year. Read it all the way. Stepped in what? front, picks it off, and gets a good return there by the freshman. And the, that could be our Schmoke and Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. It's Schmoke and Dam Health Center and Workplace Injury Institute offering medical care, chiropractic care, rehabilitation, and much more. Call 570-743-4333 for an appointment. Balls on the 19-yard line, first and 10 Green Dragons. Kim Michaels, what improvement he's shown this year as a freshman cornerback, Justin. Yeah, getting an opportunity and taking advantage of it. Dominic to the right of the quarterback. Shaleski has motion coming. Fakes it to, oh, Dominic hitting the backfield. Loses probably about five yards in the play. Back to the 13, actually six yards on the play. Central Columbia is going to use their last timeout there. They're going to stop the clock with 2.42 to go. And, again, that's their third and final timeout for the Blue Jays. So uh, with the loss, it's going to back it up. We're going to mark it at, uh, back at the 13, so a loss of six there. Yep, and, uh, again, it's they're, they're coming. They're, they're, it's not a pass blitz now. It's like a run blitz for the Central Columbia. They're coming, and what Lewisburg has to do is just tighten up their splits a little and uh, just hold on to the football because when they get rid of the ball, if they have to punt, it's going to be down to about a minute and a half before they have to punt the ball. No timeouts. And no timeouts. You know, I might I might run Shedleski this time. Greg, I was thinking the same exact thing. You know, not not because Nick's going to get you 16 yards in the first down, but because Nick's Nick's going to hold on to the ball. Yep. And you don't have the exchange or anything with them blitzing like this. So the ball is on. It's like the 13-yard line. Second down and 16. The Green Dragons go out on the field. Again, as Justin said, that's Central Columbia's last timeout. Lewisburg leads 21-14, 2.42 to go in the ball game. Spreading it out. Two receivers to the left, trips to the right, and that's, uh, I think, what the call is going to be, Greg, I think. Shedleski in the shotgun. He just gets the ball off the right side. He's across the 15. He's across the 20 and falls forward to the 22. A pickup of nine in the play for Shedleski. Good run there by Nick. And really, let's see where they're going to mark it. Yep, the 22-yard line. So that makes it third and seven. So an excellent run there by Shedleski. As it's down the 220 now. 
And the clock running. Yep, just spread them out, what the five receivers set. And uh, Nick just puts his head down there and picks up nine. Sets up a third and seven here. Play clock still about 13 seconds left, so we'll be down under two minutes. Same formation. Chileski has motion. This time he gets the ball off the right side. He's not going to go anywhere this time. He gets to the 22 again. But the important thing is the clock's still running. Central Columbia has no timeouts. When Lewisburg punts, there'll be about 1.15 to go in the ball game. If I'm a quarterback, I'd probably right now, I'd let it run down with a one second and call a timeout, Justin. Yes, sir. Get everything straight with my punting team. Yep. And uh, Nick just kicks the ball, and hopefully we have a good, number one, good blocking, and then two, good coverage. So Lewisburg's letting the clock run down. Ball's resting just just outside the 22-yard line. Lewisburg calls timeout with 1-12 remaining in the ball game. Fourth down and seven. Shedleski goes in the punt now. Central Columbia has one block punt already tonight. Yes, they do. Score. They got the first points of the night. Blocked block punt. And uh, they got their first six of the night from that. So got to get a good snap here and uh, everybody hold their block. And they have to get coverage downfield. That's the, the other thing. We don't want a big return here because Central Columbia is going to get the ball about the 45, 50, about midfield 45-yard line. We knew it was going to be a good game, Greg. It's living up to the hype. You know, it both certainly teams coming is. in five and three. You know, sitting at, Central Columbia sitting as the three seed going into the night in the District 4 AAA, and the Green Dragons sitting as the four seed. Last year, the playoff game came down to the wire, and uh, this one here again, creating some excitement. Jacob Reefer back deep for Central Columbia. Looks like Central Columbia is going to play a little soft, and they might not rush it. Good snap, good kick, going to Reefer at the 46. He catches it. He comes to the 50. And he's being tackled there by Ethan Spalding at the bell. Oh, my gosh. Oh, they threw a flag. It's going to be a late hit out of bounds. So, Reefer gets the ball into the Green Dragon territory to the 49, but then they're going to tackle on a 15-yard late hit out of bounds. And then you can hear the fans letting the referees know. So, the ball will now be placed at this Lewisburg 34-yard line. Again, some crucial calls here going against Lewisburg that have really quarterback Mark Persing, I mean, uh, Coach Mark Persing is staying as calm as he can right now with 102 to go in the ballgame. But he's had two calls, one no call on the on the punt, Justin, where this punter on, stepped on out punt. on the line. Intentional grounding. Yeah, and then this one here. So the ball's on the 34-yard line, first and 10 for the Green Dragons defense. Shotgun formation for McNellis. He's back to pass. No pressure. He throws it out to the left, catches it, and out of bounds. <clears throat> Goes uh, Reefer at the 31-yard line. Only a pickup of three in the play. But the important thing for them is the clock stopped That's with 58 seconds to go on the ball game. Yeah, a little short out, out pattern there to Reefer. And... Uh... Again, they have uh, Bradley over in the slot on the right side, Greg, and uh, he was on one-on-one coverage there. And, and again, This time they, we have three receivers to the right, one receiver to the left, shotgun formation. 
McNellis back to pass. No pressure. Pass out there. A good screen to Bradley. He's out across the 20, 25, 10. He's into the end zone for a touchdown. 48 seconds to go in the ball game. And now is a 21-20 ball game. See what Central Columbia does here. Looks like they're going to kick. They're on the sideline celebrating. No, they have the kicker coming in, so they're going to kick the extra point. So Central Columbia is going to try to tie this ball game up here. Mason Yorty is going to try to kick the extra point. The holder is Zach Smith. I don't know what the officials are talking about now. There shouldn't be any discussion. I mean, it was a touchdown. We got too many men on the field. We got too many men on the field. Okay. Yeah, but they didn't blow it ready for play, so it doesn't matter. Okay. The all-important extra point try coming here. It's a good snap. The kick's down. It's up, and it's no good. Oh, no, it snuck through. I thought it was wide left, Justin. I thought it was wide left. So with 48 seconds to go, it's a 21-21 ball game. Lewisburg has one timeout left. The Central Columbia coach is fired up about something, Justin. I don't know what it is. Yeah, I'm not sure either what it is, but he's out in the field, and he, he's got to be careful here because... Right now, he's got his finger in the officials. Yeah, face. It, it couldn't be for too many men in the field because they never, they never blew it ready for play, so they can't call that. Of course, I don't know tonight. So Central Columbia is going to kick off with 48 seconds to go. Going deep for the Green Dragons is Ethan Dominic and Gavin Sheriff. And if I'm Central, I mean Lewisburg, you got to check out for the all-important onside kick here. You don't know what they'll try. I, I would assume they're going to kick it deep. So you're already getting ready to approach the ball. Approaches the ball and kicks a short kick. It's going to hit at the 23. Oh, my. Fumbled and picked up by Ordonez at the 22-yard line. So it's first and 10 for Lewisburg at their own 22-yard line with 46 seconds to go. That could have got ugly real quick there, Greg. It really could have. Short kick there and just took a bounce and uh, hit our return man and uh, rolled away from him, fortunately enough, as uh, the gunner was coming downfield. He was able to jump on the ball and get possession for it, but that's... uh, Going to spot the ball at the Green Dragon 21 with 46 seconds left to go. One timeout to go. First and 10, no back. I'm sorry. Yeah, no backs, just Shedleski. Central Columbia is dropping off. He's looking for a pass here. Throws a center screen to Dominic. He's at the 30, 33-yard line and tackle there. And it looks like it could be a helmet-to-helmet there. Yep. So it's going to be 15 yards out and Should on. be 15 yards. That's a 12-yard gain there for Ethan Dominic. And that will that should push the ball just about midfield. 
you know, get the play called in here because uh, they're going to tackle on the 15 yards. Let's call two plays here. Yep. Get ready. You know, we got a strong kickers, you know, and we got uh, Logan Moore on the sideline warming up here, and you also got, well, Liscombe's in street clothes. So. Yeah, yeah. So Logan Moore would be the, the kicker. kicker. So the ball's going to be placed about the 49-yard line of Lewisburg now. Clock stops 38 seconds. Again, Lewisburg has one timeout here. Use the sidelines. Got to get the chain set before they can start the clock here. Three receivers right, one receiver left. Dominic to the right of the quarterback. Shaleski back to pass. Looks out here, looking downfield. He throws it deep downfield to Landis, who just jumped in. The defensive back got back there in coverage. He was behind the coverage. And we're lucky there weren't linemen downfield, Justin, because there was that was supposed to be a screen pass. Yes, yeah. And I think there might have been linemen downfield. <laughs> Landis just snuck down there and just uh, just took too long for Shedleski to recognize it and uh, set his feet. And yep. uh, coverage came back and uh, as the ball was thrown down. Yeah, Central Columbia didn't rush hard that time. They were ready for that center screen. 25 seconds left to go here in the ball game. You know, I, I tried to work uh, to Spalding here, the out pass over here just throw an out pass and let him get five, six yards at a clip and work down the field. Shotgun formation for Shaleski. High snap! And he has to fall on it back at his own 32-yard line. So that should, for all intents and purposes, end this ball game. Let's see, that's a loss of uh, 15 on the play. So that Lewisburg calls timeout with seven seconds to go, 21-21 ball game, and that really hurt because I think they were going to throw an out here to Spalding, and he would have been wide open because Central was just dropping back on the play. Yeah, they're playing soft covers. They drop back, just didn't get the snap, and again, high school football. Yep. You know, these guys, you know, both teams. Both teams are exhausted, letting it hang out there. We knew going into it tonight it was going to be a good game. You said you know, Greg, start the second half. Whoever has 28 points is going to win this ball yep. game, and uh, your tail is looking pretty true. You got one play here. So the ball's on the 34-yard line, and, you know, I, I'm Lewisburg right now. I might give it to Ethan Dominic and see what he can do. Uh, there's there's just uh, Central Columbia's going to have people 30 yards deep in the secondary, so you're not going to overthrow them. Shedleski now is uh, back by himself in the backfield. Three receivers right, three receivers, uh, two receivers left. Shotgun formation. Dominic comes in motion. He now sets beside Shedleski. Give the ball to Dominic up the middle. He's at the 35, the 40, and he's tackled and brought down about the 42-yard line as the clock runs out. That's a pickup on the play of about nine yards so that will be the end of the ball game well not the end of the ball game the end of regulation as we have some extra plays coming up here is 21 20 20 21 this is Lewisburg Green Dragon Football 100.9 The Valley. At Sunbury Motor Company, the letters SMC mean a lot to us. Those letters stand for a tradition of trust since 1950. SMC. Stand for selling more cars. And satisfying more customers. SMC. It stands for Sunbury Motor Company. And when you need a Ford, Lincoln, Hyundai, or Kia, you have our lowest price promise. Log on to sunburymotors.com to see more choices and save more cash. And then you can say, start my car. I'll take it. SMC. In the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and routes 11 and 15, Hummel's Wharf. 
When people talk about the good old days, one of the things they're remembering is when you walked into the local bank and the tellers greeted you by name. You knew that whether it was a mortgage, farm loan, IRA, or CD, you could count on the bank to help because they were there to serve you and the community. Thankfully, that's still the case at Turbotville National Bank. Turbotville National Bank, large enough to serve you, small enough to know you, and strong enough to protect you. Turbotville National Bank, 4710 State Route 54, online at ttnb.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Okay, we're back here at Bucknell's Christy Mathieson Memorial Stadium, where we're going into overtime. First overtime game of the year. It's 21-21 time between Central Columbia and Lewisburg. What happens in overtime is each team will get the ball from the 10-yard line. They have four plays to score or kick a field goal. And uh, the key here, Justin, realistically, is to be on defense first. Yeah, defense and then and see what your you know defense can do, and then uh, respond. You knowing that you know if you have to go for it on fourth down, right? Um, you know or not, and kick the kick the extra point. But uh, you know, get a break in the action. Let's take a look at some of these scores, Greg, as uh, they're coming in here on the Blaze Alexander Ford Outtown scoreboard as we wait for the the toss here. It's Shikalimi with a 21-20 lead right now in the fourth quarter over Shemokin. Seals Grove has a 20 to 16 lead over Danville. It's Loyal Sock 23, Warrior Run 21. It is Mifflinburg and Central Mountain tied at 28 right now. Mount Carmel, it's a, it's a final. 55, Bloomsburg 13, and our Blaze Alexander Ford Tough Game of the Week we talked about was Southern Columbia, Mercy Rolling, Montoursville by a score of 35-0, to zero, and Jersey Shore 32, Body Area 0, and that's late in the fourth. And it's uh, South Williamsport 35, Milton 14, late in the fourth quarter. And, again, that's your Blaze Alexander Ford out-of-town scoreboard here on week nine. And we got uh, overtime here, a little extra play here. Got about 35 seconds on the clock as uh, the Lewisburg captains are anxiously waiting this toss. Yeah, this is uh, this is big because, like, like you said, Justin, if Lewisburg – is on defense first. They know exactly what they have to do when they get the ball on offense. Uh, we haven't had an overtime game for a while, Justin. No, it's I, been a while. It, it's been a while. And, uh, I think we go back to about three years ago against Danville. I think you're right. And and Lewisburg had a great goal line stand there to win that ball game. But the captains are going to the middle of the field now. And uh, this little rest might not have been a bad thing for the Green Dragon defense, Justin. Uh, they they have played a lot of ball. And one of the things going into this game is Lewisburg has a lot of kids going both ways. Central doesn't have that many kids going both ways. They don't have a lot of kids on that sideline, but they have a lot. They they play a lot of kids. So we're waiting for the coin flip. Central has to, the right to make the call. Looks like they won the toss. And Lewisburg is pointing to the right end zone. So Lewisburg looks like they'll be on offense first. Central Columbia will be on defense. So as now Lewisburg ball will be on the 10-yard line. And this is huge, Justin, for Lewisburg to get a score right off the bat here and put Central Columbia on defense. Now, if Lewisburg scores and they're tied after the first overtime, rolls reverse. Yep. And then Central will be on offense. Lewisburg will be on defense. Now, right now, you call your, you got your best, best four plays here. Well, Lewisburg has been able to run off that left side a lot tonight. 
and that's a that's something I look at. The other thing is spreading him out and running Shedleski up the middle. That has been a big gainer for him, but it's a little different when you're inside the 10-yard line. It's a gut check right here. Yes, it, it is. You know, a lot on the line. You know, you got senior quarterback uh, Nick Shedleski calling the play right now. Uh, you know, and uh, so Central Columbia comes out in defense. The ball's resting in the middle of the field. Coach Mark Prasing's given some last-minute instructions to his offense, calls the play. And the Green Dragons run out. So it'll be first down and goal to goal for the Green Dragons on their on the Central Columbia's 10-yard line. Central's coming out. Looks like they're coming out with a 3-5. Three, three yep, shotgun formation. Ordonez now is tight end left, spalling wing left. Dominic gets the ball off the left side. He cuts inside, puts his head down, and barrels his way to about the seven for a pickup of three on the play. Makes it second down and seven for the Green Dragons. Ethan getting plenty of carries tonight, Greg. That's his 23rd carry of the night. So, he's And he's over 100 yards rushing on the evening. Ball's resting in just inside the eight. So we'll call it second down from the eight-yard line. Same formation. Shotgun formation in motion by Gavin Sheriff. They give the ball to Spalding. I'm sorry, Dominic up the middle and just hit in the backfield. There was a hole there for a little. Falls forward to about the looks like the about the seven yard line. Pickup of one on the play, maybe. Just at the seven. So it's now third down and goal from the seven. Justin is it. What do you do here if it's fourth down? Kick, kick the field goal. Okay, we'll see what happens here. Put the points on the board. Byler is wide receiver right. Spalding and Sheriff are split out to the left. Tight end Ordonez to the right. And then oh, the Lewisburg motion. motions moved. So now it's now third down and goal from the 12-yard line. Huge penalty. Yeah, huge penalty right now on the, on the Green Dragons. And here again, it's fatigue setting in and uh, just plays on the mind. It really does. Mm-hmm. You know, it's uh, right now the fatigue is setting in and uh, just got to, you know, take a deep breath right here. So now it's third down and goal from the 12. Green Dragons ready to call the play. Get it called. We're down to 10 seconds on the play clock. Byler split out wide right. Spalding is wing right. Motion by Byler and a timeout by Lewisburg. They get one timeout in overtime. That's their timeout. They were confused in how to line up. Yeah, it's, it's third third and 12. Obviously, ball's marked at the 12-yard line here. So, got to capitalize here. If we don't uh, we don't score here a touchdown, you know, going to try to go for the field goal, put some points on the board. Got to put some kind of points on the board yeah. here. But, uh Again, it's just you can just see it right now. Uh, you know, on the Lewisburg sideline right now is uh, you know that that late score there by the Blue Jays gave the Blue Jays a lot of momentum here as they take it into overtime here, and uh, we just look like we're exhausted right now, Greg. Yeah, yeah, exhausted. They... A lot of guys playing both ways, and it's just catching up with them right now. So let's just you know let's dig deep, let's find a way, and uh, let's make a play here. Third down and goal from the twelve. Coach Persing is in the huddle with his offensive players. Talking to him about what he wants done. They break the huddle. Looks like Dominic will be 
left of the quarterback, Shedleski. Spalding and Sheriff are split out to the left. Byler to the right. Ordonez is a tight end on the right side. Shedleski gets the snap, looking to his left, rolling to his right. Brings it down. He's sacked in the backfield. Back at the 20 yard line. So now. Now you get a long field goal. Comes a, yeah, it becomes a 37 yard field goal for Logan Moore. Definitely has a leg to do it, Justin, but boy, oh boy, what a tough spot to put him in. Yeah, can't give up the sack there, but uh, again, just just the officiating. Uh, even Spalding's running across in the end zone, Greg, and he's being held. I mean, uh, and again, the officials, it's right in front of him. I just don't see how the heck they can't see it, but it is that play. we got to move forward here, and Logan's got a. You know, as you said, a 37-yard attempt right now. He has, definitely has enough foot to do this. Cheleski waiting for the snap. Good snap. Kicks down. It's low, and it's no good. So now all Central Columbia has to do is kick a field goal to win this ball game. So Lewisburg really has to dig deep here. Yeah, got to find a way. Got to get our heads up and make a play. You know, get a turnover. You know, think positive here. Yep. Make make some kind of play here. Game's not over. Game's not over. A lot, you know, a lot of things can happen here, and you got to think positive. Somebody's got to step up and make a play, Greg. So it's first down and goal for Central Columbia on the ten. And let's see who's at quarterback. I think that's and the McNellis is coming in at quarterback. McNellis is at quarterback. Johnson will be the running back. Devlin is the fullback. Looks like they're going to the I formation here, Justin. I think you're going to see three runs, and if they don't score a touchdown, they'll kick a field goal. Yep, going to run left side. Power eye left. McNellis gives it to Johnson up the middle, and he's hit. Just keeps his legs going forward to about the seven-yard line. Pick up a three in the play makes it second goal from the seven. Again, I, I... I think it's just going to be three straight dives like that into the isolation plays, into the line of scrimmage, and see what happens. Yeah, just basically, where does the kicker want it? Going to take it center. Again, this time it's power eye right. I'm sorry, power eye left. McNellis under center, turns, gives the ball off the left side to Johnson. He's hitting the backfield this time and dropped for a loss of maybe two back to the nine. So it's second goal from the nine. Ball's not quite in the middle of the field right now. It's at close to the, probably about five yards from the left hash mark. So McNellis comes into the huddle to call the play. Break the huddle. This time it's power eye left again. Johnson's the tailback. McNellis under center. Gives the ball to Johnson off the right side, and he's at the right hash mark now, about the seven-yard line. Going to have to kick a field goal here from the right hash mark. It will be a 22-yard field goal, a little longer than an extra point. I think Central will use their timeout here. I think Central will use their timeout. Mason Yordi is their kicker. He's been perfect tonight so far. Three extra points. Again, it's a 21-21 tie. We're in overtime here. And it's fourth down for Central Columbia. The ball's on their seven-yard line. On Lewisburg's seven-yard line. Central Columbia does call a timeout. 
So here comes big kick. Here comes a big kick for Mason Yordy. He's a he's a junior. He's a 5'11 junior. Weighs 130 pounds. And again, like I said, he's been perfect on the evening. Yeah, he has the leg. Oh, yeah, he has a really nice leg on the extra points and stuff. He doesn't kick it deep for kickoffs, but he has a real nice leg on extra points. This is well within his range. This is a little, like I said, a little longer than extra point. The ball should be placed down about the 14-yard line. It'll be about a 24-yard field goal. Probably the only thing that it's it's an angle, Justin. That would be the only thing that might give him a little difficulty. Yeah, which surprised me. That's why I thought when they ran right side there. Yeah, I thought it'd be a quarter. I thought they'd do a quarterback sneak to put it right in the middle of the field. Yep. So this could be a ball game. Yep. Central Columbia comes back on the field again. Mason Yordy's the kicker. The holder is Zach Smith. Ball will be placed at the 14-yard line. Waiting on the snap. It's a good snap. Kicks down. It's up, and it's good. And Central Columbia wins tonight's ball game by a score of 24-21 to over the Lewisburg Green Dragons. This is Lewisburg Green Dragon Football on 100.9 The Valley. Every week, thousands of people from all over the world come through our doors to enjoy a home-cooked meal or just to browse our gift shops. One of the favorite spots that folks like to gather are near our fireplaces, found throughout our restaurant and lobby areas. Ever since Glex installed the heat and glow inserts and fireplace, we've received so many compliments about how warm and inviting they make our store. I'm Steve Colhavy, General Manager of Country Cupboard in Lewisburg, and we're pleased to be able to recommend Glick's Heat & Glow products. Keep your fall adventures safe and fuel efficient with a new vehicle from WNL Subaru. Plus, help WNL clear the shelters in our community by adopting a pet during the Subaru Loves Pet Event on October 19th from 10 till 4. The Danville ASPCA will be offering low-cost pet adoptions, and there will be free pet vaccinations while supplies last. Take a test drive during our pet adoption event, and we'll donate $10 to Mostly Mutt's dog shelter. It's a great time to check out the newly redesigned 2020 Subaru Outback and Legacy. Details at WNL Subaru on Route 11 in Northumberland or online at WNLSubaru.com. Adventure is waiting at Lake Tobias Wildlife Park. Come to the zoo this fall and experience the wildlife in the crisp air and autumn colors. Take a safari tour, stroll around the zoo exhibits, or visit the reptile and exotics building where you can touch an alligator. Lake Tobias is now open weekends only through October. For more information on times and rates, visit our website at laketobias.com and check out the great photos on Facebook. Lake Tobias Wildlife Park in Halifax. Go wild! Pros know there's a lot more to a tile job than tile. But here's something even pros don't know. The Home Depot's just lowered prices on tile essentials. Grout, mortar, backer board, sponges, everything a pro needs to do the job. And know this, we won't be beaten on flooring prices, guaranteed. Well, what do you know about that? New lower prices on tile essentials for the pro, only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. U.S. only. 
Let's be clear, the deals are here. Hi, Corey Brown here, Blaze Alexander, Buick Cadillac, GMC in Sunbury. The all-new GMC Sierra Heavy Duties are finally here, and boy, are they hot. We have 2019 Acadias with up to 21% off. New Buick Encore starting as low as $21,988. We have over 80 used vehicles in stock. Worried about credit? Worry no more. We have the credit specialists waiting for you. We have over 30 lenders at your fingertips. Service after the sale, second to none. Only right here, Blaze Alexander, 800 Market Street in Sunbury. We are professional grade. Taking the deals, the other guys won't. When game day arrives, we take you with us to every stadium. you got to be here. This is Bill Hillgrove. Join me along with Tunch and Craig Wolfley, and Missy Matthews as we bring you Steelers football with the pregame interviews, the game itself, and postgame analysis. No one covers the black and gold like the Pittsburgh Steelers football network. The Steelers have the bye week and return to Heinz Field on Monday night, October 28th at 8.15 for a primetime game with the Miami Dolphins. Our live coverage begins with a countdown to kickoff at 6.15 on 100.9 The Valley. Steelers football on the Valley is sponsored by Purdy Insurance Agency, WNO Subaru, UPMC Susquehanna, Turbotville National Bank, and Zimmerman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. We're back here at Christy Matthews Memorial Stadium where tonight the Lewisburg Green Dragons fell to the Central Columbia Blue Jays by a score of 24-21 to in overtime. It was alumni night. It was a senior night for the Green Dragons. It'll be their last game here, pending what happens in playoff, the playoff situation right now. But tough night for the Green Dragons, Justin. Yeah, just not, you know, in the first half dominated and just gave up that, that block punt uh, with, you know, 48 seconds left in the second quarter there. And, uh, you know, the Blue Jays just build off that took momentum into the second half and uh you know hats off to them they didn't quit and uh you know they fought all the way back and come out uh you know force you know overtime and find a way to win and you know that's our final here tonight 24 21 central columbia beats the green dragons tonight let's take a look at our scoring summary how it happened here tonight in uh, 7:45 to go in the first quarter it was nick chaleski going in from two yards out for the touchdown run the pat attempt would be good and the green dragons jump out to a seven nothing lead and then in the second quarter with 10:40 to go nick chaleski found ethan spalding in the end zone for a touchdown pass and the pat attempt would be good and the green dragons would extend their lead to 14 to zero but as we talked about right before the half with 48 seconds left to go uh, a blocked punt by the blue jays uh, and recovering the end zone gets them on the board and their pat attempt would be good and they'd cut in the green dragons lead by a score of 14-7 at the half and in the third quarter the blue jays tie it up and with 349 to go in the third quarter it was garrett mcnellis finding xander bradley for a 70-yard touchdown the pat attempt would be good and we'd be tied at 14. And then in the fourth quarter, with 9.25 to go, Nick Shedleski finds Jack Landis in the end zone for a 22-yard touchdown pass. PAT attempt would be good, and the score would be 21-14. And with just less than a minute to go, 48 seconds left, it was McNellis finding Bradley again, this time on a little flare pass that Bradley took in from 31 yards out. The PAT attempt would be good, and we'd be knotted at 21, and we'd go into overtime. And in overtime, the Green Dragons missed a 37-yard field goal, and the Blue Jays come out, run three running plays, and set up a 22-yard field goal that Mason Yorty was able to connect on. And then that would be your final score here tonight in overtime. The Central Columbia Blue Jays win by a score of 24-21. We'll take a look at the uh, Lewisburg offensive stats here tonight unofficially. It was Nick Shedleski passing 7 of 16 for 77 yards and two touchdown passes on the ground for the Green Dragons. It was Gavin Sheriff, three carries for one yard. It was Ethan Dominic, 23 carries for 116 yards. Nick Shedleski had 15 carries for 27 yards and one touchdown. Cameron Michaels had 
uh, two carries for nine yards on the receiving end for the Green Dragons. It was Dante Sims, one catch for eight yards. Ethan Dominic, one catch for 12 yards. Owen Ordonez, one catch for 13 yards. Ethan Spalding had three grabs for 22 yards and a touchdown reception. And Jack Landis, one catch for 22 yards, and that was a touchdown as well for Jack. We'll take a quick look at the uh, Blaze Alexander Ford out-of-town scoreboard as the games are coming in final. And uh, it's a final. Shikolimi 21, Shimokin 20. It's Seelands Grove 20, Danville 16, Loyal Sock 29, Warrior Run 21. And that is a final. And as we scoot down, it's in overtime as well. It's Central Mountain knocking off Mifflinburg by a score of 35-28. And it's Bloomsburg fallen to Mount Carmel by a score of 55-13. to 13. Our Blaze Alexander Ford tough game of the week was Southern Columbia 35, Montoursville 0. It was Jersey Shore 42, Baltigo Area 0. And it was uh, South Williamsport 49, Milton 20. And again, that's your Week 9 Blaze Alexander Ford out-of-town scoreboard. Our uh, Schmoke Dam House Center backbreaker play of the game tonight, Greg, i, I got to go with uh, the Blue Jays getting that... Uh, that block punt and score yeah, I yeah, think right so. before the half. That, and that really changed the whole game. Yep, changed complexity, gave them the uh, momentum uh, going into halftime. They come out and, uh, again, block punt by the Central Columbia Blue Jays with 48 seconds left to go in the second quarter. Is your Schmokin' Dam House Center backbreaker play of the game. It's Schmokin' Dam House Center and Workplace Injury Institute offering medical care, chiropractic care, rehabilitation, and much more. Call 570-743-4333 for an appointment. So... And, uh, you know, Greg, you see those scores, and uh, a lot of shifting is going to happen uh, after tonight's action. As, yeah. as you know, we, we see uh, Mifflinburg fall into uh, Central Mountain, so that's going to put them as a, a four and five. Shemokin's going with a loss to Shikalimi, is going to put them at three and six. Uh, Danville uh, tonight loses to Seals Grove, so that's going to put them at four and five. Where Run's going to fall to five and four. Lewisburg's going to fall to five and four. Central Columbia is going to go five and four. Loyal Sox is going to go to five and four, and Montoursville is going to fall to eight and one. But uh, actually, we thought there was going to be a lot of jockeying. Yeah. There's going to be no change. I don't think there'll be any change. No ex- change exactly in the standings, uh, which is surprising. Yeah, very know? surprising with these scores coming in. Yeah. So as of you know tonight, even after this loss, your Lewisburg Green Dragons uh, will be sitting at the uh, four we seed. Probably will be at the four seed. Four yep. seed right now, going into next week, as uh, we'll take on the the Mifflinburg Wildcats next week. Uh, pre-game will be right here on 100.9 in the Valley at 6.30, and uh, action will be starting at 7. And uh, that is uh, going to do it here for us tonight. As uh, Again, the final score here tonight is uh, Central Columbia 24, your Lewisburg Green Dragons 21, losing in an overtime. For our producer back in the studio, Rob Center, my partner Greg Wetzel, I'm Justin Michaels, and we thank you for listening to Lewisburg Green Dragon football on 100.9 in the Valley. Have a great weekend. This has been Lewisburg Green Dragons football on 100.9 The Valley. Thank you for listening. Now we join Delilah already in progress. 